before we get into this uninterrupted unclicked podcast with Brandon Simonuk, we got our sponsor, Traction Coffee. Tell them all about it, Ryan Fudger, RBMX. Uh, $5 <laughs> of every bag that you purchase goes towards buying a plane ticket for somebody to come to the podcast. Sick. So, no, yeah. not an actual sponsorship, but more of an actual collab to to get somebody special on the podcast. Do they have so, to buy any bag of Traction Coffee, or is it? I think it's like a click one only. Yeah, so, so that, that's it's supposed to show up today, oddly enough. But I'll I'll put a little uh, you know graphic or a little video clip. You know, yeah, so, so basically, all the money's going to get. Aren't we going to like ask who? Yeah, the so fans they, want. I guess comments or whatever. I think at a point we'll just take like a top five and then do like a poll or something on YouTube. I, cool. don't know. I saw something about Aiken. I know. I mean, yeah, like Aiken's like the obvious choice, but there's like, you know, there's such. There's we'll take a poll. Such the first good, one. You know, somebody brought up Danny Hickerson. The other oh, day. that'd be amazing. You too. know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's so many people. If you really boil it down, Harrington. Like a, yeah, Harrington. Yeah, Harrington. Oh, so yeah. So, so buy Traction Coffee, rider owned, badass coffee, and all that money goes to bringing in the fan pick guest. Edwin. Edwin, whoever they want, yeah. and we'll bring them out, and then you know we'll do it again. Keep keep doing the Traction Coffee sponsored plane ticket. Yeah, that'd be sick. That's the goal. Yes. Keep, keep something, going. you know, keep the podcast going. Cool. You know. Thank you, Traction Coffee, our first sponsor. And we're moving right into it. Brandon Simonuk, you are down in San Diego. He's just here for like a 48-hour little staycation vacation, but thanks for stopping in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I, uh, I got kicked out of my Airbnb, and I don't have to head to Washington for a few days. So I figured I'd switch it up, come, come hang out down here for a few days. Yeah, so you're normally up in Santa Cruz? Is that where you were? Yeah, so I like... I mean, for years now, like since I was like 14, I just spend my winters in, in Santa Cruz area, um, like Aptos. There's always been like a really big mountain bike scene. Um, it's kind of gotten smaller these days, but like I've just like a lot of my close friends are there and still lots of cool spots to ride. So it's my winter spot. Get away from the snow in and, and Canada. And yeah, this That's year cool. it's since kind of been 14. Yeah, long time, man. Damn. Yeah. It's like always just. So that must be like a huge hub in Santa Cruz for mountain biking. Because it's pretty crazy down here. It's like so BMX orientated. Like besides Christian and a few of our friends now out in like East County area, like you know, like mountain biking is so small here. But when I've gone up to Santa Cruz with you guys, it seems like such an amazing scene. Yeah, yeah. Like we've had a really big scene. I mean, at, at one point it like thrived. It was uh, I mean we had post office jumps and stuff like that. Like obviously there's always been great trails, but then there was like a lot of like jump scene, and you'd be at, like post office in the winter and like no one calls anyone you just show up like evening session there'd be like nine athletes from nine different countries you know like just like so random that's like, crazy yeah it's like everyone's the austin riding of the austin mountain bike 100 percent. yeah it was like a really good hub for a while and then it, it kind of died off a bit when post office went away and and it's been slow with like covid like obviously people aren't traveling so much and yeah uh, is it kind of a place where a lot of people escape winners to go there it was like that for a long time and it just a lot of people moved out so like the the scene like the core scene really like shrunk and i mean people still come and go and they do little trips but it's not like everyone's hanging out there anymore mm-hmm. but for me it's like it's still like it's home away from home uh that's my where my uh girlfriend's from and like like my really close close friends like ryan howard and, and owen marks and all those dudes are like they're there so that's really cool too yeah. like amazing places to call home you know yeah because vancouver no like it's pretty gnarly in the winter no like complaints. as in riding wise like rain and snow. Yeah, yeah it's just like it's even when it's like dry and like the tr- like trails are open or maybe you could ride some jumps it's just like so cold that you're not getting anything done you're like feels like your bones are gonna shatter yeah. that's crazy yeah all right so 
where are we going to go on this one? Brandon Simonuk, this is actually the first we've done like BMX filmers, BMXs, BMX yep. And Brandon is a BMXer. I've rode with you. You're insanely talented on all bikes, but mountain biking is kind of what you've always like honed in and you're known as like the mountain bike god to all of us BMXers. So did you just kind of like... You're known to, the, uh, known to us as the Dennis of mountain biking, <laughs> unfortunately. I'll, I'll take that compliment. <laughs> yeah. But... Aside from sorry, sorry just weird compliments he throws in all the time that make me blush. Um, how did you, is Vancouver just like, how did you get into riding all the bikes? Because I know from knowing Christian and you that mountain biking is so much more than what most BMXers see as like crank works and slope style and tricks and the, the, the projects you guys work on. Cause it seems like there's like downhill. There's so much more than just yeah. the, the small slope style thing we see. For sure. I, I would say slope style is like very niche. It's um, what BMXers see, though, don't you feel, in the, in the projects? And I mean, the, the public sees that more than yeah, anything, I mean, too, you know? I think that's sort of the idea, though, is like we're trying to be like the, the cool part of mountain biking. Like we're not – slope style is not selling product. Like, you know, like my slope bike, like Trek sells them, but they're like usually pretty limited in a lot of the parts. I mean, you know, it's not like what fuels the industry, but it's sort of like it's a good way to get people – like watching mountain biking, it's just like like a project yeah. or an event. It's like it's crazy. Like holy crap, it's crank works. These dudes are doing wild stuff, jumping off massive things. So that's always been like the idea is that it's uh, sort of the yeah, it's just like the cool. You know, it's like people don't want to watch you like it's XC what I ride. Thought everybody and, did, and then yeah. when we the first time I went mountain biking it's with not you, like that at all. you know, me and yeah. Christian was our first time, and we were saying like, so this is what everybody does, and you're like, our friend Greg was there with like clip pedals and his yeah. whole outfit and the like road bike helmet. Like, and you're like, that's, no, it's more like that. So that's like ninety five percent of yeah. it, right? Is like one hundred percent. Yeah, and you know the chain line bikes and Connor like that that crew you know they all they're all shredding but they've opened my eyes to seeing like there's like trail riding and like so mountain biking is so and that's how that's how i started like like i grew up in whistler which is like just like mountain town i mean it's like a really tourist mountain bike ski mecca now but like my high school was like 300 kids and it was slack like if it snowed you didn't go to school you went skiing my parents were ski bums like that was just like what we did is like rode bikes in the summer skied in the winter uh, my brother's like seven years older than me. He was like, a, you know, on the national team for like ski racing, but he mountain biked as like cross training in the summer. And you then he's an just, older brother. Yeah. Seven That's years cool. older. So I was like, always like, yeah, like he's my hero. Like follow this dude around. Yeah. Get beat up by his friends and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I just like kind of chased those dudes down and then he switched over to like racing mountain bikes, like cross country. So then I, that's what I got into. It was like, we're like, we weren't well off. It was like, Hey, I've got a race bike every like two years find like a good used race bike or something and then i'd just go around and i'd like hit the races that i could like kind of tag with him like like if there was like a close enough like bc cup canada cup and i could go there and and race as well then that's what i'd do but then there was like the whistler bike park was kind of starting and there was like some dirt jumps around and they were getting better and things like that and then eventually he stopped racing and i was like maybe like 13 14 where i was like kind of like this like racing things not as fun like the courses get easier and it's not like really a challenge anymore but like for me it was just like mountain biking was like that's what i had i could go out my back door ride up the hill and ride trails and i just do laps and loops and like there was literally like 300 as kilometers in, like, the trail riding with less jumps more just like exactly it's just trail dude like and then back then it was like like there'd be like some ladder bridges and things like that or like rock faces but it wasn't like jumps at all uh-huh. like, there wasn't like whistler doesn't have like dirt it's like gnarly roots and rocks. And that was just like what we had. 
that's how you get so good at, at mountain biking, I feel like, because I can kind of understand, like, the going out to your jumps out in Pine Valley. Like, I get that. But then when we've done, like, little trail runs, I'm like, this is yeah. so foreign and it's so, so hard. It's so different. Like, yeah. So different. It's, it's just, really... like, what you know, right? Mm-hmm. But so it was like, yeah, I could go my back door and like so you ride just like doing that all the time trails. Like I could literally ride to the other side of Whistler just on trails without even crossing a road. So it was like, that's what I had access to. And then when like, you know, like there was more like dirt jumps and like the bike park was coming around and I, I was able to get my hands on like a downhill bike or a dirt jump bike. Then I started doing that. And, and that, that had was to be like kind of the beginning of the whole the like crankworks blowing up. That exactly. Kind of and it was right around that time where it was like, what I mean, year, it, it was that? it was like. So like 13, two th- so like 2001 was like the first like joyride like crankworks mm. but it was like an on off box mm-hmm. and like a four pack of jumps like a drop off a cliff into a four pack of jumps but it was like all the pros like gareth dyer richie schley like wade simmons like all the like super legend mountain bike dudes and like i'd watch them like we just go sit at the bottom just like how people sit at like crankworks but it was like obviously so Tiny. small small at that time it was like, this is so sick. Like, this is insane. These dudes are crazy. Like, I would never do this. But then it was like that event kind of started to evolve. And then around 2005, they, the Boneyard was like – it was like a slopestyle course that stayed up all year. Mm. And I was at, like – At the mountain. Like, dude, like you literally like at any point of the day, you could just like go walk up. Like you didn't even need a pass. Like they didn't monitor it at the time you just like walk up and go ride a slope style course like whatever you want the one that they're going to be competing on at the end of the year exactly wow it was was, crazy nice little advantage well that was like to get to get into it well that's like that's like i'm so fortunate for that because that's like the only way i would have ever got into it um that's i mean for most people you know that's you you get something like that most you know no one just comes from like oh yeah i had a parking lot i got good in totally totally totally, someone always had that little amazing place there was an opportunity Mm -hmm. and yeah trying to take advantage of it and all my friends were like riding then they were doing like i was racing but then all my friends were like downhill racing and like dirt jumping and doing like all this other stuff and i was like cross-country racing like i was like not that dude but i'd like show up at the dirt jumps with my cross-country bike and i was like okay i can't keep keep doing this this is terrible (laughs) so you said you said I'm when we do interviews with people, it's always like, like BMX racing became like too competitive, et cetera. So they're out, but you said that it became too easy and boring. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it wasn't a challenge. It wasn't a challenge anymore. It's like, we rode like all the stuff that I had at home was like really gnarly. Like the trails you'd ride, like Mm -hmm. people ride them now like cop killer and all these like crazy trail like people go ride them now they're like near whistler and they're like i rode cop killer and you're like wild name yeah yeah you're like (laughs) sick dude you wrote it on your like mass murder trail yeah no exactly (laughs) savage ones um but like yeah sick well you wrote it on your like new age downhill bike like we used to ride that on like cross-country bikes with clips and our seat jacked up it was like like that was just like what we had and like what people were into i was like so you go to like these races and they dumb them down because like kids were getting hurt or whatever and then yeah like, and bikes have gotten a lot better too dude, i don't want to stray off so much topic better. too much but yeah. when we went up to santa cruz i think it was and hung out with alan cook at the santa cruz bikes place oh, he yeah. showed us like this is why people didn't ride mountain bikes 15 years ago and he showed us what they look like and it's like that is what they look like they were dude, shit 100 percent. you know i mean people did but i think bmxers were just like yeah i'm not gonna ride a mountain bike you're Those just like this thing looks looking. awful like, like why geometry, would i want to jump on this yeah just like a bmx bike from the 80s though you'd be yeah. like how yeah. you, how could you do anything on that you know so it's good to see those old bikes to pay respect to what mountain bikers Dude, in and hindsight were doing and like thinking about what the athletes were doing on them at the time. You're like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like a, lot, there's a lot of that. They're like fucking road bikes. Yeah. What they started on. It looks insane. Yeah. Like 
Were there dudes riding BMX back then? Like when you were like a kid getting into that stuff, was there any it's, like so BMX I, kids around? That's or, where like, I was going to go next. It's a good like, question. Well, yeah. yeah, like I, I always think of when you say Whistler, I think of Dreamline. And I tried to, that was me trying to figure out what oh, date, what year that another, was. Like, but that was like, that had to be like 2007 or 6 or something. I was going to say 2006, 2007. Not yeah. Dreamline, it was, um, it was Elevation. Elevation, my bad. That's why I didn't, so, that's why I couldn't find it. So it was the biggest, <laughs> biggest jumps at the time. I watched those yeah. footage and like Foster doing the first triple whip because the jump was so big yep. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So that was, and that was a game changer as well. It was like, again, like having the boneyard at my disposal, like that year in 2005, I got, a dirt jump bike and then it was like I, w- I stopped racing i was like okay i'm just not doing that anymore like i'm having so much fun doing this and i was just like i wasn't going to school like i i was doing correspondence so i just ride all day and i do schoolwork at night so i'd like go ride the i'd literally just like hang out in the boneyard all day or like i would ride the bike park but i didn't have a downhill bike yet so i'd be riding on like a hardtail and my shit was always breaking um and then but there wasn't like a bmx scene like i was skateboarding i'd ski snowboard whatever like like all types of bikes but bmx wasn't really like we had one skate park and the dirt jumps were kind of rough so it was just always rode better on a mountain bike so uh, i've never i've never been there i've been to vancouver but i've never been to whistler how far is whistler from like vancouver probably? but at that time probably just over an hour okay it's like quicker now because the highway's all oh, redone okay. but from like, what Corey yeah. walsh said too that's an area with like pretty savage skate hate too so like the it was yeah. pretty gnarly yeah inviting to bmx so it's like no and the dirt jumps were right beside the skate parks so you'd ride in like and we'd always I mean, we'd know, like, we'd like, okay, don't get dirty tires in the skate park. Yeah, we'll yeah. get shit, you know, like, shit on as these little kids. But, yeah, there was, like, skate hate. But we were locals, and, like, we'd still ride the skate park a little bit, like, just float through it. But yeah. it wasn't, like, I don't know. I just – it never, like, caught on. We are like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to ride skate park a bunch. There was no one, like, sick that was shredding over there? There was a couple BMXers. So there was this dude, Luke, and he was, like – he was gnarlier than the skaters. Like, he was, like – and he didn't really like mountain bikes – Oh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, but he was like, a BMXer. Yeah, but we're like, like tight now. BMX yeah. hate probably. Well, you got to yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like the bull, uh, the, you know, he passed down the hate. He, you he, know, I think like, he was I like giving Groms a hard time, but oh, he was like the be, BMX yeah. dude, but he was like gnarly. Just like rip around the skateboard, just yelling at people. Like, you know, classic, like yeah. you're just like owning the park, Loke. Um, and and then, I, I always think of Vancouver having such a strong scene back then with Miron and Asado. Vancouver and, and, did, dude. Like, for I mean, Vango now and stuff. So, yeah. But as but a grom, like I wasn't whistling. going down there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and okay, when so you're when you're young, an hour is a very far. Yeah. Yeah. And being sure. ignorant yeah. to that, I always think Whistler, Vancouver, same thing. You don't realize yeah. like probably like mountain kids and city kids, like, yeah. a different whole. There's a scene. few BMXers, but it was like small scene, like two or three, and then there ended up being some like little BMX trails called the Rev Trails, which like Bruno, this dude that worked at the bike shop I was sponsored by, he dug there, and I'd like go help, and every once in a while I'd ride, but there was like always like a bit of tension and stuff and like i was just grom like i didn't really know i was like whatever boneyard's cool and then elevation came around and they left those jumps out they left them out dude so there was like (laughs) there was like two summers where those jumps just were there and like we had the key to them dude it was so sick course at the time it was yeah that's what i was was so good i was about to say so how so you could ride those jumps in 2006 Oh yeah, that's I'd ride them every day. So you that, were good at riding bikes back then, because <laughs> yeah. that is—I mean—that's that, what everybody talked about. It was like that was last that last set was like because they're big, stressful. They're yeah. like they're like steep, but like slope style size jumps. What mm-hmm. elevation and Dreamline and those contests did, I always feel like was like teetered on the edge of like being mountain bike jumps. Yeah, yeah. so the mountain bike yeah. was probably like sweet. Thanks for building. Like like yeah. it was more yeah. like when I went to those last Dreamlines, I was like. 
these you guys this is kind of like you should these are mountain bike jumps you should invite mountain bikers to this but like, the, they got like the, a little over the top you know yeah yeah i mean i i never rode them on a bmx but at the time i was like okay they're like similar size to what we have on the slope style course but dude do they ride so much better like no one had really like every once in a while you get a decent slope style course but no one had really figured it out yet and like man we need jumps like this on the course and it was like it really like elevated what was going on like right no next to intended. it on the boneyard yeah yeah actually <laughs> interesting so did you kind of tell him like hey like we should kind of like merge how they're building their jumps with our slope style courses for sure yeah like there was like a really good uh like build crew around at the uh, this a similar time um Tom Hay and then and some of these other guys from New Zealand came down. They're super good with building like dirt jumps, like farm jam and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. like okay. They they build on spots like that. Um, so they were kind of helping with that stuff, and I, they were riding those jumps too while they were building the course with their I, BMX or slope bikes? BMX and mountain bike. Mm. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I think it started to like kind of translate over to the to the slope style course a bit too. But yeah, between those two, that's like really where I went from like full racing like only ever having like a cross-country bike to just like i got a hardtail and i got down a bike and all i rode was like the boneyard the down like the bike park and then elevation so you you had no you had no bmx experience the first like i I mean whatever five i didn't own a bmx until i was like dude i don't know like 2010 maybe even later like pova gave me maybe one of my first bmx's from fly Kevin Kalkoff. Yeah, senior skills on a BMX bike, I always thought you were BMX. Yeah, I thought I would always kind of, well, I always thought at least maybe you like dabbled, you know? I would have loved to. Because you had that, that, (laughs) what the, fuck, blanking on the name, the, the night edit. Oh, oh so yeah, so the Barcelona one. thing. Was it Barcelona? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I street mean, sweepers, street sweepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was like, yeah, you made a full on BMX edit. Yeah, kind of. And it was just like, dude, it was just like such an afterthought. Like it was just like me and Ripper being like, we're bored at night. Like we were doing mountain bike stuff. Like I was actually shooting like stuff with like Anhill. Like we're doing like, their mountain bike film, but we would just go out at night for like a couple hours and like, let's see if we can find a cool spot. And we'd run into something. Like a lot of those spots, I didn't even realize were like. Like obviously spots. they're they're all spots, <laughs> yeah. but I'm like yeah. I've never seen a clip here. And then like the more I like watch BMX, and I start to be like, oh, that's that spot. Like yeah. someone had actually got a clip on that mm-hmm. sick. And then it was cool, like super random though. Like no, we went no. out for like five nights and spent a couple hours getting random clips. That's cool. That's awesome. But it was like super fun. Like for me, like getting on a BMX, it's just like opens my world up like where i'm just like this is all new to me it's like exciting again yeah, you're not like oh i, like I already filmed it. this in another video or something like everything you're doing is all new it's all refreshing exactly in the street. you know what i like, realized too? you didn't intro christian yeah christian's here <laughs> <laughs> I, was say, I watched the Corey one yesterday and i'm like i'm probably right behind him as far as appearances go so yeah we don't need yeah anything. christian regal is here yeah, yeah. uh perfect so, perfect dude to sit in on this because i grew up with christian yeah we grew up filming and riding together we did this whole experience together now you've moved over into the mountain bike world as well as staying in the bmx world now you guys are friends and we've all met each other so yeah perfect exactly yeah Yeah, you you introed brandon to dennis right or dennis to brandon whichever way Uh, i think i think we all probably we crossed paths paths a few times nike 6.0 yeah, super. Like, I mean, super brief. But you went to the migration thing, right? Yeah, kids. yeah. The we Oregon one. <laughs> you were doing really like dew tour, so you were like mega busy. I think at the one that yeah that, that I was yep. hung out at. But yeah, like there's a couple times, and then we bumped back into each other at Poway. Exactly. Yeah. GKC fast briefly, maybe. God, are they still doing that? Uh, no. Nah, Trevor's no. Trevor's that actually doing MMA, sold. and he would be a sick guest that would well. be an insane yeah guest. trevor's uh, amazing we should we should uh i mean the whole totally aside but i've been meaning to start another channel for unclicked so maybe we should 
do not not to take it off of there but like for, if we're if we're branching out too much it would be <laughs> going too left field. Get, i mean you know if bmx kids are bmx kids you know but, yeah, bmx kids but i've been be meaning to even aside, eyes to everything yeah, yeah right. even aside from like it not being like strictly bmx just like for just logistic purposes but but yeah you're sorry, the guy with the thinking, brains on thinking that. out loud in the podcast sorry um we'll be right back Hey, sketch comedy fans, if you like unapologetically uncensored comedy, check out Instant Microwave Fuzz, recorded every week, hot and fresh, and straight out of the microwave. Unscripted jokes, uncensored guests, you're going to have a lot of outrageous improvised sketch comedy fun. You can find us on all the platforms under Instant Microwave Fuzz. Comedy made in an instant. So where are we going with this? We're talking about oh yeah. So like when you guys were doing this, I this isn't where we're going with it, but I had a thought. Mm-hmm. Like so the the slopes things starting to come to life, but BMX at this time in like 2006 era is like Dutor, like uh, Luke Parslow, Alan Cook, like these superstars, like crazy. So you guys, that was probably pretty crazy because it's almost like reverse now in the sense of like the big contests, like Dutor kind of to me seems like it's transferred over to Crankworks. Like that's what we watch. Like, wow, this is so cool. As in like big dirt contest. And I think for us, it was like never like that at all. Like we, we were looking at BMX and being like, these dudes are insane. Like this is a whole nother level. And that's how we're looking at. I watch Crankworks. Like I imagine that's how you guys watch Dutor back then. You yeah, know, 100%. Like, yeah, yeah. BMX was on this level of tricks wise, yeah. like dirt jumping. It still is with those, the four pack events and yeah. everything. But the crankworks thing is like you guys took what people were doing in Dutor and now you do it on your bikes yeah. on these amazing, beautiful courses all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, it's crazy where it started and where it has come to. But like for me and like I know a lot of the other athletes, it's like we didn't have like a setup. I mean, I mean, you could always ride a BMX anywhere, but it wasn't like there was a direction to go like with a BMX. Like it was just like, I lived in the mountains. So we ride mountain bikes, everyone around me rode mountain bikes. So it was like, that was just Product honestly, if, if I lived in Vancouver, I would have, I would have been on BMX hundred percent or like skateboarded. If I didn't have crap ankles, I'd just be like, that's what I did. But because I was in Whistler, it was like, we don't really have the other stuff. So I'm going to ride mountain bikes and that's what everyone's doing. It's all my friends do. Um, and then it just like elevated from there. Like the sport was so confused at the time, like 2005, it was like, You'd have dudes on hardtails, and you'd have dudes on like trail bikes. You'd have guys on full-on downhill bikes, what, but they'd crank works or riding like... the same course. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, but like everyone's doing a little bit different, and the features are kind of crazy. Like there's like elevated teeter totters, but then there's like like sick four pack of dirt jumps and curved wall rides, and like it was like weird, man. Uh-huh. Like it was it was a really cool time because you're like everyone got to kind of like display. Like I want to like almost equate it to like Metro Jam, but like mm-hmm. kind of looser. Like there was a bit of everything for everyone that had like. Uh, a skill like th- somewhere on the course they're going to shine yeah but then eventually the sport tried this it started to like develop and and condense into the people who were like y- yeah there dudes. were certain people that kind of like stuck with it or started to like create a trend like this is the the path of the the slope style events and like these are what the features are going to look like and the dimensions and and then it ele- elevated like or uh evolved very fast yeah once there was like the same kind of feature getting put on each course and people could like put that in their compounds and start practicing and and that was the other thing and then people started getting backyards and it was like i only rode slope style when i was at the slope style event so we would like practice so much oh yeah 
and then you just be beat, and then it'd be like finals. But you're like, I learned like three tricks during practice. I'm stoked. That's how then you go, was for me. Then these you go big home. Jumps, yeah, like, exactly. Practice. Yeah, I get to ride these finally. And then go home and like, I don't have dirt jumps. Yeah, you like go to some small dirt jump, and you're like trying to learn your next big <laughs> yeah. trick. But you're like, I don't even have enough air time. Like, whatever it is, right? Or like you're trying to build some sketchy drop in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. yeah. So when then and then when I got the yard, it was like. That was like when it like really like escalated for me. I was like, so did you get a house on your own in uh, Vancouver, and that's when you started building stuff, or did you just? Is it like a? Did you start building in your parents' house, or like um, when did that change? Yeah, like we had some like little local spots. Like I would dig up behind my dad's house, but so Whistler didn't have like a lot of great. It was just like so much rock. Like digging anything big. Like we made some dirt jumps, but you could only stack them so much because there's only so much dirt. Like mm. you'd be digging graves everywhere just to like mix like a couple jumps. How does the, the mountain have such sick jumps in? Is it just different? Yeah, I mean, they, they get excavators and just they mine. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. a budget. And it, <laughs> but it is like, Whistler's kind of like, it's it's like shalier up there. Like, it's kind of gnarly. Like, you know, like even like the, the slope style course was like shale forever. Like, dude, I've like got scars all over my body. I'm just torn up from what the boneyard. Shale's like the just sharp like, rock. Just sharp oh. rock. Like, yeah. yeah. But then they started, well, what happened is they stored all the elevation dirt. And they were using that for the slopes, mm, like capping amazing. the slope style courses for it's like, like. It's amazing that like <laughs> the elevation course had such a dude, crazy huge impact. impact on mountain biking. Yeah. I, I, I've always thought so, that because there like the mountain biking was in the confused or slope was in a confused stage, and that's when Dutour was just like so promising, and like all these guys had like something to work for, and you know then you could kind of see like mountain biking. It's just, it was just like not anyone took from anyone, but people were feeding off of each other. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's yeah, I mean, you see both, it. it's not both a direct. We were looking at that like, that is so sick. And we're just like, we're doing our thing. But that we weren't like, oh, we need to do that. Like, that's going to be us. It was just like, man, that's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. looking at it, like, just jaw so drop. I got a dumb question. So is is Whistler, like, the the, the home of slopestyle events? Or did it, or was there, was there, are there parallels somewhere else in the country world or whatever? Or is it really just a, a Whistler invention? Whistler kind of really started it and, okay. and took it to the next level crazy yeah i, I mean like 2001 like, it's a it's crazy it pretty it's much started baby. like like yeah. the whole yeah it is um slope thing is yeah. like well, a baby. even when i was I, it's so amazing i did a looked you up a little bit like trying to figure out a couple of questions so i didn't have to rely on dennis <laughs> the entire time uh and it lists you as like a freestyle mountain biker yeah. you know and what it's like uh i think Just red bull the websites red bull i think yeah i so think i never was, tried to pigeonhole myself as a slope yeah. but like and i never like really looked at myself as a slope style athlete because i was like i came from racing but then i was like doing a lot of like free riding like like riding big bikes and stuff but then slope style was cool because it's just something i could it's like going to a skate park you just go and hang out there all day and ride and try and learn things and i would want to take that in another direction like i'm like hey maybe i'll do it on my big bike in this other location but slope style contest gave me the opportunity to make it a career not that i was like oh this is going to be my career i stopped racing i'm gonna go do this i was just like okay like racing wasn't doing it for me and then i was going to the dirt jumps i wasn't going to school and like literally like on school days like i'm riding the dirt jumps and i've got in the first like two weeks that school was like starting again that year i got like, a trek sponsorship nike 6.0 sponsorship and then this like saddle company sponsored me and how and old it, are you at that point it was like, 14 14 wow and then it was like two three months later i was like when i was in california for an event and then i went to europe like for like a like a full-on bike park trip for like six weeks with like i'm 14 by myself and i'm just like meeting like <laughs> pros like dudes that i'm like idolized and then that and then it just like was like ended at an event and 
they let me in. I qualified. I got my like first like you know check five hundred bucks. I'm like yeah, sick. Like, yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like whoa, like this is great. Like dude, things just like snowballed so fast. So like by the time I was like fifteen, I had like like a bunch of legit sponsors and money to travel and like kind of live on my own almost. So then it was like wow, one I was year coming to California's in the winter, like just living with my buddies, riding bikes, and then they'd come up to Whistler in the summers, and I'd like I wouldn't even go home. Like they'd rent a place, and I just live there. Like sleep on a window seal, sleep in the, the like, closet. Like, it didn't matter. It was just, yeah. like, we were just, like, bikes. Like, wake up, watch a bike movie, go ride. Like, come back for lunch. Like, go ride more. Like, it was nonstop. That's so rad. It's, and so th- that time you were – is that kind of what put you in the the more, like, slope category? Is that's what you're getting paid yeah, for? Yeah, so, so, so I was, like, getting these opportunities riding events. Sorry, that's kind of – Yeah, that's there. But, yeah, I was, like, Great. there was a lot of these events going on. Like, there's these big European – uh, events like cash guy and and then the crank work started to spread out into other places and and so there was a lot of events for slope style but not free ride so there was like big mountain events was like rampage and then there was this chatel event for a while so there was like a few but it was like they were almost big mountain is like considered the... like big mountain slope style events at the time because mm. they were mixed in like the like when the free ride whatever free ride world tour started happening it was like all slope style events and then there'd be like two big mountain events like jammed in there between a bunch of events and that was like and they're part of the tour part of the tour and it was just like mountain biking like it wasn't they were not not like specific really but like you would show up to this one with a slope bike and then you'd show up the next week to this other event with huh. a downhill bike so you had to be really well-rounded back then yeah and it was hard too because you would be like riding like so you, more dumb questions so one is like racing no. Okay. Right. Like, uh, it's like, it's like. Slope style is like big jobs. Yeah, I get, certain... I'm, I'm trying no, to understand no, because not, not everybody, not everybody else. They're different, yeah, different totally. bikes, get, different type get, of riding. Yeah, like the, you know, the. It's the, almost the like slope style. Stuff, but then the rampage stuff is like straight up mountain. Exactly. Yeah. It's okay. like, where it's right. like rampage, like where it's still like, there's a course, we're doing tricks, yeah. but it's so gnarly that you can't ride a slope bike on it. So we've got a, we've got a, we've got a big, we've got like a big downhill bike instead. So there'd be like events like that where you'd be like on like in a parking lot yeah. somewhere in like like a, some you know big european even like milan or like london or something riding like dirt jumps in a parking lot basically and then you're in like the alps riding like the gnarliest shit ever yeah. on like a downhill bike and it was like we had to go weekend to weekend on different bikes that's crazy so it's, it's crazy like to switch time. stuff switch like that like i feel yeah. like that is such a you that's know it's a uh, super interesting topic yeah. that like you know there's like well-rounded bmxers but we would ride the same bike the whole time yeah of but course, for yeah. him like being well-rounded well, like, as a mountain biker is like I, I could have you could have like four different bikes you yeah. know like like right? james, oh, yeah. james foster rides a different bike for mega ramp than he does for he's dirt, very particular is, he, he also brings around a, a a digital tire gauge to know exactly how much his psi is james like, is the most particular yeah, yeah he, on the planet he'd be a good he'd ride. actually be whatever a good works. Guess, he would be he's, he's fucking he's yeah. intense yeah. i love him but he's intense uh so uh, I had Adam Watkins, who, uh, you know, uh, reach out to a couple of people for questions. And uh, he said Cam Zink was super curious about who were your influences as a as a young rider. So I mean, Cam Zink. Cam Zink. <laughs> definitely oh, right. one of them. Yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah, Cam Zink, he's up there. And and, uh, and again, like. I can like hear not, Dennis drinking right now. It's not amazing. to like, not to go off topic, <laughs> but like Cam Zink is like idle. And then there was like a while there where like. And I mean, I never like the, the competition thing's funny because like people like make rivalries, you know? Yeah. But, like oh, yeah. we were homies. Wait, who and, is it? You and Cam? Yeah, me oh, and okay. Cam. And like I'm super young. Like yeah. I'm always looking up to Cam. But we'd be like on course and like this is like jank slopestyle days. And we'd be like looking at stuff like, are you going to spin it? 
Like, mm. if you spin it, I'm going to spin it kind of thing. Because yeah. it was like, just pushing we were other. like pushing each other. But people like kind of saw it as like this rivalry. But me and Cam were just like, I think me and Cam were just doing our thing. Yeah. But he was like my competition for like a number of years. Like, and obviously even at Rampage still, he's like, he is still like very much the dude to look after or look, look out for. And, um, uh, and then, yeah, we've, we've been really close friends, but then, um, Kyle Strait, Cam McCall, like Darren Bearcloth, all these dudes that have like played a major role in the sport, but all in really different ways. Like I, I think Cam McCall was one dude that he was like very like, talented on all bikes, but he took slope style and like kind of almost made slope style what it is today. Like he was like, okay, we're taking these like four or five inch travel bikes and we're going to set them up like this mm. and we're going to ride features like that and do these tricks. And he was like very much like in line with where like the progression went. And then you had people like Darren Bearcloth who would kind of show up on different bikes, but either way he'd just make it work. And he was like gnarly and he'd send the biggest stuff and he had the bike skills. Kyle Strait, who was like more on like, he was so skilled on a bike, but also had really good style. And then he kind of brought that aspect in. So I kind of like looked at all those dudes for inspiration. I would say they are probably the main like four. And then Cam was just gnarly and yeah. could ride everything. And he had Is like Cam a race. The, he races them now? Uh, Cam McCall announces them now. Okay. Yeah. And then Cam Zink, yeah. That's he, cool to know that like, because I figured he was a badass. Yeah. Him, he was, him like, and his brother him. announce all the Crankworks yeah. stuff now. It's just super So he dope. was like a grandfather, or not Dude. grandfather, but like a founder of like making Crankworks sick. Like literally probably like my biggest inspiration. Sick. And like he was on my team. Like he was a, like I was a Trek athlete with him. And just him. Like, we were the only Trek oh, athletes. Wow. And then, like, Andrew Shandro. But he was, like, our team manager. And he was, like, 10 years older than us. So it was, like, we was pretty much just, like, me and Cam on the team. And then <laughs> Shandro told us what to do. But, yeah, like, absolute legend. Like, helped build the sport up huge. That's awesome. It's, it's, just, fun, it's funny because from talking from Adam, it was, like, it, he made it sound like Cam Zink had no idea that you, he just felt like you were it was probably because you're like 14 and you're just at like, that time yeah i was you like was don't no want one. to talk to anybody like yeah, that dude, type of like shy. like i'm not going to talk to cam zinc right now so. yeah it was probably not till i was like in my early 20s where i mean yeah it was probably like 1920 when me and cam were like sort of like competing now like yeah. we were we were like head to head at a lot of events and uh, was that uh and you were winning all of those first kind of red bull events and stuff like that right like or, or i mean not, are they red bull events or the, really? what the crankwork like, stuff Do you, this, are you, aren't you like the champion like four years in a row or something yeah i, I have quite a few but just, just like dennis i'm just joking yeah, yeah like there is <laughs> there is like that did him. Uh, like one year like 2010 like broke my collarbone cam zinc won the next yeah. year i won and then it was like you know kind of went back and forth on things but it makes and, good television or you know yeah, it makes yeah. good a good storyline when you guys don't, if you guys didn't like each other you guys are rivals well i something. think that was it but like yeah, we were like close and, like, it was funny because we yeah. would talk about our runs before we do it whereas mira, like, mira, mira slope style is not like that anymore like people like keep that stuff hush like well it's funny because people actually practice the tricks now on slope style practice like whereas like me and zinc oh, wouldn't so we wouldn't even like, do the tricks like we would because we know if like if one of us did it the other dude was going to do it too so there'd be, we like hold our cards back. Like we just like straight air this setup, but like, we know we're going to like flip whip it or like spin this thing or like when they call your name, it's time to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I always think that's cool though. Cause in, even in BMX contests, like once someone does a line and people are like, Oh shit, like yeah. look at that line. Then it like opens stuff up for everybody. I think it's cool. The dudes that can just cruise the course, keep it mellow. And then once it's go time, like then you see what they're doing. Like 
that was always the most exciting. Yeah. But I think it goes towards like as the years goes on and everybody gets so good. It's like you got to yeah. practice your run over oh, and yeah, over, yeah. you know, the but level that, of riding, you, know. you can't just like straight air jumps anymore. Like, or and, and he's probably, I mean, at, at that point, he's probably, uh, I can do a flip whip for sure. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes I don't. Yeah. So I'm going to People start getting dialed. People yeah. start getting setups. Yeah. Like they had, actually had stuff to ride. At this point, I was still like maybe just getting like my own setup to practice like if not i'd be at like a local dirt jump park and i was like it's kind of useless yeah you know so uh, along this whole path are you are you paying attention to bmx stuff at all or is it 100 like, okay. like i've i've i'm was like there any bmx fa- influences like early ones or was always it? like I, I was a fan of like all sports so like i would say i had a lot of influence from like ski skate and bmx oh, wow. like That's through cool, my whole yeah. whole life like whenever i get my hands on it whether it's like a magazine websites anything you know like even just watching people at the skate parks and stuff like that i was like it's like that's cool like i wonder if i could integrate that into like something that i'm doing or like my skill set i mean and and whistler has to be a good uh like snowboarding skiing town right yeah so you i'm sure you're yeah you seem like you're a guy that's uh pretty much good at everything so you're probably good at that too some things yeah 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 we (laughs) ski i skied a lot and like like my best friends were like ended up being like some of the best big mountain skiers wow. in the world yeah. you're just like ever like it was crazy products like, of their environment that seems like products of their environment snowboarding really well for like the rampage events like that that relates so well to that totally and more slope is more That's like a, i mean obviously there's obviously yeah, there's exactly. similarities within bmx of course you know obstacle wise but i mean a lot of the stuff that you guys do i mean it parallels snowboarding mm-hmm. yeah. in so many different ways where Dude, there's like some insane the gap to wall stuff like and skier all that. and snowboarder crossovers where like i've ridden laps with skiers and i'm like dude like this dude doesn't pick lines so like good. my mountain bike friends like yeah. they look at the mountain differently it's yeah. like pretty refreshing to see like the eyes that people have from like skiing and snowboarding into mountain biking because they are like very similar in, in certain aspects yeah. like, i don't think snowboarding gets the credit that it deserves at points you know even from like i mean jeff and i always jeff z and i always talked about from the photography standpoint that like snowboard photography was the upper echelon of the videos too sports stuff they're like like, yeah highly produced videos forever like helicopters like everything all the most top-notch filming stuff came from i feel like the snow sports like and a lot of that like in mountain biking like i think like our production level is really high like there's a lot that goes into it and that all stemmed from snowboarding because all those All those snowboard filmers just came over and did mountain bike productions in the summertime. That's, yeah. and that's really interesting because yeah. it, because it's the same. They're in the same town and they have a season, you know. And yeah. unless you're on a crazy yeah. level where yeah. you actually go to a they're far all, off Alps type situation, you're in Whistler. A lot of the BMXers big... were going the wrong way. We're watching like Baker videos. Like, yeah, yeah. get a yeah. BMX the wrong way, but it's, blow, it's different. Blow right? smoke yeah. in front As of the lens. High end production. It was totally. it's yeah. the wrong way, totally. you know. Like yeah. it's really cool and it looks sweet, but it's like Christian went from a VX to a red. He did. You He's can do it. But one some people, step. Some, one step. Some people like to hold yeah. on to their, their core values till till their grave. I'm going to film with a potato for the rest of my yeah. life. I've always appreciated mountain biking and the production and even all the way down to the riders. Like I, there's so many mountain bike riders that are conscious of light and like all sides of the production and yeah. filming and everything. We're like BMXers. Like, I mean, we're not you don't need to care like we got film all day yeah, we don't I care about light about it all the time. yeah but yeah. it's like to me it's cool when a mountain biker's like oh yeah we're gonna shoot in the morning we're gonna shoot in the evening we're gonna chill during the day because they like the light to be good too like yeah. bmxers are like dude i'm feeling it let's get it and then yeah that's yeah. how it is but i always I, said that with photo stuff is like i'm not really like a photographer in the sense that i like create a scene i'm like yeah. given a scent uh a, a, like i'm doing it right now yeah make right do here with the situation and make it shoot work. the best photo that you can yeah you know so and with bmx it, in particular street riding it's like 
there's no security. I'm feeling really 100%. good. Dude, let's pull over and get this, yeah. you know? And that's one thing when I started riding BMX, like even when we did like, okay, we did that street sweeper thing. I was like, well, Bart, this is cool. Like riding street sweet, whatever. Like thought it was all like that everywhere. And then it was like, oh, let's like, <laughs> we're in California. Let's go like get some random like BMX clips. And it was like getting kicked out of everywhere yeah. and just like dealing Driving so much stuff. Like, yeah. That's why people fly Dude, to Barcelona. This to, is to video insane. Parts and just, you know. I'd like, yeah, I don't envy you guys. Yeah, imagine if you're riding <laughs> mountain bikes and somebody's like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, man, I would <laughs> lose my mind. They have their, there's a fair share of elements in mountain biking that I could equivalent or like are equivalent, I think, to like the shit you deal with in the streets, but it's not a security guard. That's for sure. Yeah. But oh, I'm sure. So many sure, weird yeah. things in mountain biking where i'm like man like sometimes i'm like i miss the streets you know just because it's like yeah it's a different scenario but i mean the amount i mean it goes back to snowboarding stuff we always talked about like the fucking effort that okay. they put into this photo Wake up at is insane. five in the morning yeah. pack the sleds like, get yeah. out to the spot get out there oh it's overcast let's go home exactly yeah. Yeah. brutal crazy. and that yeah. kind of moves to we were talking about it before the podcast but uh, m- most bmxers besides a few niche ones like that get to do the projects you know it's like bmx you, you work on these parts all year round it's like you guys it's it's hard in its own way where you have this controlled setting you have a vision and you make the course and get dialed at the tricks is that kind of how the project works kind of yeah like i mean there's always like i feel like there's always been like a bar set with a lot of like mountain bike productions that this is just like continuity and light and all this stuff like they play a factor and if you don't do those things that maybe i mean nowadays people are just kind of like it's getting a bit looser and it's cooler to just to have like a really weird like mixed tape of things or just like shot kind of dad cam or whatever but production level was always like a big thing in mountain biking. So there was like this structure of like, you go, you build it. Cause you have to, I mean, we got to build everything anyway. So if you got a zone, yeah. you're just going to build everything in the zone. And then you just kind of like continuity, you wear the same thing, you try and shoot it on the same light. Um, and that's just like always sort of been the structure. Like not that people don't mix it up, but yeah, that's kind of the main deal. Whereas like, I mean, BMX, like you just go get a clip to wear different stuff, go to a different spot, go to a different city. like whatever you got to do yeah. five, five different colored bikes and a video doesn't part, matter like, doesn't matter yeah doesn't yeah, matter. yeah it, makes it, cool, time, it makes it cooler in a sense exactly for our, because for it's sure. like damn he fucking held i wish and that, i wish that was like more of our culture but i think a lot of it do, is to do with the builds like if you're all in the same spot and then all of a sudden you're wearing different kits but the whole build's the yeah. same and you're in the same forest it's like kind of looks weird so you just you yeah, end up it, just I always thought it looked really cool i never really even thought that the, the same clothes thing you know but it it, yeah. it looks really like nice just it looks like you just bang so it out you know even though not it's... filmed in one day but when you're going yeah <laughs> it's exactly. only line wasn't all together it's only one 100 thing. seconds yeah. like how long could it take you <laughs> but when you're in like another continent and you did this massive build and you get hurt day two yeah. and you've got it you're like oh this wait sucks. was that you on that was your like breakout video huh with the the single line thing was that? I know. I, I, we did some like other stuff before I that think, had some. I traction. think that was the breakout video for people that hadn't seen his riding there was, before. Yeah, like, know, like, I, think like that, I think that was the first stuff. time I saw. That's I was the like, first one I, I was saw. Like, that was fucking sick. I think people like, knew he won the contest, but that was when like your fans started realizing like, oh, you're not. I didn't because until then I thought you just rode, or for the most part, I feel like I thought you just rode slope style, and then I was like, oh shit, he rides all the. So, bikes. Yeah, I guess I meant in a viral, like more viral. You're talking about the one where he switched bikes all the way down the mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, it was definitely up there. Like him and we had like or... we had like one of those raw 100 videos yeah. and it ended up get, like getting like reposted again and it went like crazy that oh, was okay. the one that that was the first video where i saw a ride post it and that was the first time i ever saw like bmx riders that i knew yeah like, that was like because i mean it was bmx and doyle yeah, and other BMX. people are like holy yeah, shit yeah. like check this out and yeah. i'm like oh shit like people are because i was like 
watching mountain bike stuff back then, but I didn't know anything about it. But I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, BMXers are like, it. yeah, I don't know if it was, I was like, if it was you, it's surprising me. But no, I thought it was cool to is. like ride BMX, like, <laughs> like posted that. And like, that was to me the first thing that I saw that like put that in, in front of BMXers that maybe didn't I mean, listen, see it before. Real, real recognize real. Like, I, 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 if it's cool, I like it, you know, like, no, like sure. if it, something like that or all the raw 100s, I've watched, I've watched all of them, of course, you That's know, I like, they're, but, like, uh, they're like the BMX mountain bike thing. When I was younger and first started going to the trails, it was like a little, they like beefed each other because the mountain bikers wanted this way. The BMXers wanted this way, you know, yeah, they was would like disagreements the stuff and things. we wanted it steep and yeah. BMX kids probably didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They probably didn't know what they were doing, but yeah, it was just dumb drama. Yeah. Like, it's like you hear the older guys say stuff. So you feel like you got to say stuff. Yeah. Same thing as kids at the skate park, like the little kid that's yelling at you saying no bikes. He's just doing it because he heard the older yeah, guys say it. Exactly. He doesn't even know the difference. Like, Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, but that is really good when those videos start being like, look at how sick this is. And, you know, vice versa to be like, we're all doing the same thing and trying to like create cool content and kill it at our sport the totally. most. There's like, no. We didn't really have a lot of like core BMX spots where I grew up. So, or like, I mean, there was in Vancouver, there was a few yeah. spots, but it was like not stuff that we were ever riding. So it would never like even cross my mind until I was like in California more. And it was like, we had post office, but they were like mountain bike jump, like yeah, they were dirt were jumps, bike, but they were yeah. mountain, like mountain bikers ran them. And those rode really good on a BMX too. Super good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I rode them on a BMX a little bit. They're really fun. That's why I think usually it can, even like a, what's a dude's name in Santa Cruz who has like mountain bike slash. Cobb. Those are awesome. Cobb's you know? jumps like They're like yeah, BMX dude. and mountain bike style. 100%. So cool. is that, is Santa so Cruz easy. is where Nyquist lived for a little while? He was there, yeah. And, and he was Greg, like just the down the Greg, hill a little Greg bit. Greg had the backyard Greg, setup. the deer camp. And that's when Greg like was. Nyquist, well, yeah. Nyquist was like riding with us a little bit. He would come over the hill and ride with us. And then like deer camp started, which is like Greg's backyard spot. Okay. And then Nyquist like started showing up more and he just ride his BMX and we'd have sessions. But then he started hopping on mountain bikes just to like like we were just joking Keep around like i would take yeah. his bmx and you take my mountain bike and we just like play around and we just like have a game like bike or something yeah. you know like start getting sketchy on each other's let's bikes. Look, let's talk about the differences between the bikes if you jump on a bmx bike what does it feel like like it's just less stable less stable so it's like and i and i and this was always something in mountain biking that it was never the size of the bike that bothered me or like how the bike felt it was like how fast am i going like there would be certain slope style courses where I'd be like, I don't want a hardtail because like the faster I go, I, the less like, like, like planted I feel. So I'd like maybe move up to a slope bike just cause like the features are bigger. You're going at them a lot faster. And then same with like big mountain events. It's like, I need a bigger bike cause we're like moving faster. We're going bigger. BMX was always like, when I got on it, it just like, I'm not, I don't feel super comfortable on BMX. So like when I start riding like mountain bike size stuff, I just feel like I'm like, not super planted and i'm yeah. like a little bit sketchy everywhere like yeah just not like gripped as much are there certain tricks that are easier on a bmx bike or tricks and i guess maybe Dude, in general? for sure i learned so many tricks on a BMX, like sevens like i was doing sevens for years on a bmx before i could even get them around on a mountain bike okay crazy. That's like crazy. just stuff like that like i could do them like good on a bmx and yeah, i couldn't like even get them around on a mountain bike there's different tools for different things That's i would what I'm use about those. i would use bmx all the time to learn tricks mm-hmm. that's cool and i wasn't like this is like I just got a BMX. I bought like an Aiken Complete, and it's that was like, like your secret weapon then, because I'd be like the other dudes probably. But doing at the that. time, like like I said, I didn't have stuff to practice on, so oh, it was like, yeah. well, if I got a smaller bike and I rode smaller things, I could you, learn say, these tricks. Did you say Fit Aiken? It was a Fit Aiken okay. Complete, and I broke every single part of it. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. But it was like so sick. That's, I that's love old Justin, bikes. Though. Justin the Fit TM was yeah. like asking me if he wants to ride for Fit. 
Like, okay. <laughs> sorry, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, I was probably yeah, throwing were, the bike oh, a lot sure, and things yeah. like that. Yeah, but no, it, like it helped me so much when I started doing that. I learned so many tricks, but it took me a long time to translate them to to mountain bike. And then when I, I mean, I, I got really stoked on BMX for a few years. And like when I had more time to do it, like I started riding my slope style course on a BMX. Like I could do pretty much all the same tricks on my BMX as I was doing on my mountain bike on like slope style features, like riding like whale tails and like, like how big, big are the jumps on, the, on like a like they're yeah they're yeah, pretty I mean, big. Man. I went to his house and his know, yard so is so gnarly. Like I mean, you see forty it on feet. Video. Are we talking? What are we talking about? I no, like they're know. like they're like proper tall lips, steep, but they're like okay. maybe you know twenty twenty five foot gaps. But then there's like whale tails and there's but they're like, like step downs lips, that are like right? fifteen yeah. foot drops and okay. and you're moving fast. Like right. it's just, they're just like the speed of everything is like much higher. Okay, yeah, crazy. Because did you guys ever have like I remember talking to someone I can't remember who it was might have been that dude Ace out in in vancouver but he was telling me about lonnie paxton's jumps and like when oh, those yeah. first came out they're like dude like dudes were like i'm sure mountain bike guys were like frothing I, about that like were there big mountain bike dirt jumps before slope style came around or was slope style the thing that made people start building bigger jumps and stuff there like, was big jumps but they were like this and then yeah. it's yeah. like over like they're almost like more like this and then over the years everything just started to go like that you know yeah. yeah like it's not even about like how far you're going so much anymore. Like obviously we have fest stuff and the jumps are huge, but like it's like we like we want the airtime. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we figured out how to build jumps, but like yeah, Lonnie Paxson's was insane. Like that step up. So are, are like, mountain bike jumps not raked out anymore? Because that's what I always think. They're of. just basically I always think like of a, scaled. Like, or I always think I always think really of them having kind of the, the a, almost like a little where a, a BMX jump has like kind of the sharp radius, and then a, and a mountain bike jump kind of has the it's just kind of. I find they're like they're pretty like consistent or they'll be like a really progressive radius where like the bottoms are quite mellow Mm because you you don't want to like G out of the bottom and then it kind of like starts to get into like a like a more consistent. I think it's almost just like a bigger scale because like I'm saying that last Dreamline we rode, it was in like New Mexico and they built it so big. It was like it was a massive. It was a slope. They were like 30, 30, 30. And that's like when you realize I was just like, dude, like I liked it. It was really fun, but it got past like like I like posh and caddy like trails that that fits a BMX bike, even though people say they're big, but it's like it rides really perfect. Those kind of trails. And it's like you, you built this so big that like it felt like we were just had the wrong tool for the job. How you're saying like a BMX bike is fun for this yeah. and you can just, it doesn't feel as stable. It like, got to a point totally. where I'm like, dude, these, what are we doing? Like, it just feels gnarly. Yeah. yeah you, you built this course for the the wrong people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could, I could see that. Cause personally I would, I would never hit that stuff on a BMX, but like on a mountain bike, it'd be like, yeah, it's game on. It would have been this a crankworks awesome. course yeah. if you added a couple but then of I, features. Like, my buddy's got like the backwards jumps and like those are like mountain bike jumps they're big steep dirt jumps and they're like they're big they're the biggest but jumps i've at, ever seen in my life like, where are these ones like right by sunshine coast they're like oh, at coast gravity park hmm. uh yeah it's like it's probably like an hour away from vancouver uh-huh. but they're like proper big jumps but like there's dudes that ride mountain bike and bmx or even just bmxers i'm like if you put like chris fox here or like Remy Morton on his BMX, he's, he's like a mountain biker, but he shreds a BMX too. Like I'm like, they would be comfy on these jumps. Like, Has they could hit do them it yet on a BMX. No one's done it yet. Dude, so they're like BMX they're, jumps, but they're, up, like the style. Dude, they're they, like they 20, a, they're BMX 20, 20 feet jumps, tall. Like they're, they're fucking big. huge, mm, and you're yeah. going like you got to be going at least like what 40 or 45 or yeah, something. Yeah, you're like going dude, they're fast at them. They're sure, it feels really, way better on a mountain bike. Really though. gnarly. Yeah, probably. But like they're they're comfy on a mountain bike, or but like you could totally ride them on a BMX too. Like they're just they're set up well. Like they ride well. I don't see why like dudes that feel comfortable on a BMX mm-hmm. wouldn't like they wouldn't have a problem riding them. Yeah. It would just be adjusting to like, whoa, I'm in the air for yeah, longer yeah, than I've ever floating. been in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, right. And I'm going faster than ever. But you, I know you would hit them. Like you would go there, 
you'd probably be like, holy fuck, these are big, and then you'd follow them through. You'd do, you'd like, one like, line through, and you'd be like, this is so fun. Like, yeah. You'd love it, yeah. But yeah. they're gnarly. <laughs> it's like the mega ramp, like... Same thing, yeah. I'm not good at it or anything, but the more you ride, like, the quarter, the more you realize, like, dude, if you go dude, faster, okay. it just feels, like, better. It's fucking terrifying. It's so <laughs> big. But it's, like, when you go really slow and try and air out six inches, you're like, oh, my God, and you pulled a flat. But if you give it some speed, it just turns into this really, like, yeah. it has so much training to land flat. It's, like, you can see dudes are doing quadruple downlifts out of it now. Whereas, yeah, like, so when they first started riding it, no one was airing more than, like, 12, 15 feet. Now they go 23 so feet. And it's, like the, it's, like the Hoff, it's, like, the Hoffman... Uh big quarter thing where he's like all right well i can go 10 feet out of a 10 foot quarter can mm. i go 20 feet out of a 20 foot quarter and then there's a third element of what if i make bigger wheels and i make a 30 foot quarter can i air 30 you know like that i mean the physics the science of it is yeah. definitely there and that's know? and that's been a, pr- the, a part of the progression of slope style too is like the features just like we know we can do bigger tricks if there's more airtime. So like the drops get bigger, the step downs get bigger, the jumps get bigger, and it's like. But you're doing a great job at making like the lips, the landings bigger, so ma- it's like and a... making them more dialed too, mm-hmm. like knowing the radius and things like that. Yeah. So have it's... you ever have you ever shown up and been like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Oh my god, dude! So many. There's so many times. Like I've showed up to courses and I'm like, "Yeah, there's no way we'll be able to ride this. Yeah, like, it's impossible." And then we like people get hurt and then they change it. Then, oh really? Yeah. Like oh, for wow. sure, you're like this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> And then there's other times where we're like, oh, fuck, we got to ride this. This is so gnarly. And then we're riding it. We're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish I had something like that for BMX, like a slope style course with like rails and stuff, but Dude, just scale down a little bit. So cool. Well, that's what I mean. Like yeah, the Empire, that, Empire, Empire Dirt thing. Oh, yeah. So cool. That was so cool. really, really, I mean, that literally, really cool. is, that is a slope. That was oh, that a was slope BMX style slope course. Style. But, with incorporated, a rail. but incorporated yeah. BMX features. Yeah. And like things like that you guys can, yeah, totally. You guys can like do better tricks than a mountain biker is going to do it's like that's perfect i don't like, know who I cares some, i mean i've seen some crazy shit just allows for more option that? It, oh. just that setup allows for more options for bmx like yeah. i think mountain bike could still do insane stuff down that whole line but the features that are built are catered to bmx yeah. but that's it would the be, best the best mix of both worlds it, i think it would yeah. be cool if there was like some sort of we always talked about it with when when ride was around and bike mag was around um if i always wanted to do some sort of collab type thing but those, those guys are always kind of put up a wall about it you know yeah uh, what, it, what like not collabing even just like a even just like a video series where it's like oh we're just kind of like clowning on each other but then it's like a mix and a crossover or, you know like kind of the, the skate contest idea where it's yeah. like it's a bmxer and a mountain biker in a right. in a video or something like that they did it's it like with the raise thing. odd couple thing back in yeah the day. yeah raise odd but it's kind of weird yeah. to have the mountain bikers in a small park like that not small but like a it looks small for mountain biking yeah, yeah it'd be cool sure. if there was like a, a course that it's just like really did almost can have you cater to both sports yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. That, and that's the thing and like you know i've always like like whatever random conversations like be so sick to do something with like dennis or like you know chris kyle like or something you know like you have like a dual video but like how do you make sure that like both athletes can do their sport and it's like show it off well both are showed off in the best light yeah yeah not like oh it's like this looked better for the bmx or that looked better for the mountain bike you know it's yeah. so it's so tough it's it is why it is it's like yeah. the bmx is so good for certain things and mountain bike is so good for certain things yeah. like they both look great in their own light has their application yeah yeah and you you know like we we're talking about the grass is always greener you know a lot about the bmx industry i'm sure or like at least like see into it and like i know a little bit really yeah like but i don't think i know a lot like obviously i look at the bmx industry like i i go to our bmx every day like but i don't go to pink bike every day shout sorry, out sorry sorry pink bike but <laughs> it's like i don't really we were, care we, to like we were just joking before and that they were going to post this and so now they're not going to <laughs> <laughs> but uh like 
I don't like because I'm so in, like involved in the industry, and I, I like it. maybe I know what's going on. Maybe you guys feel the same, but I'm like I don't need to like yeah, look I at mountain exactly bike stuff all the time, or maybe it just doesn't excite me anymore. But I can look at like Thrasher Mag and like BMX websites and all this other stuff and get like stoked or, because like, you're to- totally involved in the, any, the industry, so yeah. you know what's going on. You're talking to these people, you're seeing it all and on your totally Instagram. Submersed feed, so. in it every day. Yeah, you don't need you're too close to it. it. Makes sense. Yeah, too close to it. Yeah. And so, like, so I look at these other sports, like, especially BMX, like, which is probably at the top of the list. And I'm just like, man, it's so sick. Like, I wish, like, we could pull this piece of their culture and bring it into our world. What would you say is, like, a piece of BMX that you like more so? It just feels more core. And then, like, they're just, like, I mean, I mean, I don't know if this is, like, a good or a bad thing in your guys' sight, but, like, they're really true to their, like, BMX is really true to their values. Whereas yeah. mountain biking just always changes. It's like impossible to be like the bikes are always changing. People always just like nerd out on things. It's not like, like, hey, we're just doing this. This is cool. Like this is how it is. Like skateboarding. It's like skateboards have been the same for how long. Mm-hmm. But mountain biking is changing all the time. There's like a million standards, which is it fuels the industry, which is like so it's good because it gives me an opportunity to have a, a job and do this as a living and, you know, no – I no complaints there, but it's also like in my, like me just wanting to be core and just like, I just want a mountain bike and I just want it to be like cool and not like always have to change. And I don't know. So that is funny you said, because it really is like kind of a grass is greener type thing. There's two parts of it is like, cause I have that little sweet water dirt park down the road yeah. from here and I hear mountain bikers just, they're like not riding the bike and they're just nerding out yeah on they just want to talk about it i like can't that. do this because like, of this setting yeah this it's thing. like it's dude like well that's I've, a great thing i think you guys have is no no offense to these people but posers which are great for industries like not people that they like the bike and intro about intro you know uh yeah. you know newcomers yeah they posers yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, well bmx no, there is no posers there's there isn't skate, yeah, yeah skate posers that's what i'm I saying there's there's yeah. like mountain bike mountain like bike nerds posers. that are just like hyped on it's it it's more about like, like being like cool thing. buying like, the stuff and being able to like be involved because you bought a nice bike exactly. it's not like dude i love mountain biking i don't like i'll just ride whatever let's just go like i just love that mentality of like let's just go like mm-hmm. you've got a skateboard you got a bmx it's all the same to me bmx's are just but mountain bikers are like, like well i've got my like this and that and i've got this yeah. and that and you're just like it doesn't really matter like yeah but people give get, me your bike it'll yeah, be fine yeah. people just get kind of like caught up in like trends of product and but, things like and that. which is great for your industry though. great for, it's great amazing for, the industry, for the industry because yeah. then because then on the bmx side we have uh you know, I don't want to say zero innovation, but but you can bolt up every single part from a bike ten years ago and to it's a bike right so now. But we to work see towards kids that, just go and that's, yeah, and it's, and, BMX and it's by design. For, but mountain biking, I feel like their their whole thing is like all the advan- advancements and stuff that comes from mountain biking is from racing. So yeah, it's like they're always on the cusp of trying to create the next lightest or fastest or whatever. But it's like BMX. I feel like we just wanted to make our bike strong and solid, and then now like. You could buy a part from any company, and you're pretty much riding the same thing. Like, True, mountain and, biking's like always trying. But it's to all, it's also a bit self defeating in a lot of ways because oh, sure. it, because the industry won't accept, uh, you know, a, a slightly wider hub or something like yeah, that. Even yeah. though it could be objectively better, we won't do it because we'd have to change every it's, single fucking thing else, and it would be a pain in the ass. And then. It, so BMX stays the same, which is fucking beautiful in so many different ways. Yeah. But like, in, in most but aspects. we're also not accepting of of many many things. It would be you know? so like, insane, like just seeing like how far mountain bikes have come in the last like five yeah. years. Like if you could take that 
like technology and engineering and put it towards BMX and see what you could just come up with, yeah. it'd be like insane. Like I always think, I always think of like when I see a mountain bike or, and it's like a hard tail, no suspension, no, no anything. And it's just like a mountain bike bar and it's like got BMX pedals and BMX cranks and it's, they're calling it a dirt jumper. And I'm like, that's, that's a BMX bike. That's just like a BMX like bike. A with like, bike. Yeah. Like, with, with funny, with funny handlebars, yeah, you know, totally. no, no offense, yeah, yeah. but like with funny handlebars and it's like, but that's, bmx pushing that away bmx would never accept that so you're and mountain bikers like come to us you know and yeah. that's like and that's, what that's always like, about like the like yeah bmx is like we need to ride these bikes in this jump you know like the, the yeah. whole that that the theory i'm going off with like there's the right tool for the right thing and when those are like like the dirt jumpers are like closer to bmx almost in that side of like the fancy mountain biking where everyone's like worrying yeah. about like the gadgets and the racing stuff totally it's yeah it's so beautiful and so frustrating in a sense because i and i'm like it's all the same i'm thing. all i'm yeah. basically well i'm just saying from like the bmx side of like yeah. how we just like don't embrace stuff but yeah. i'm also part of it as well so yeah. I, because i'm i don't embrace things in certain different at the end of the road i may embrace it but then like during i'm like mm. Fight it, you know, yeah. like change, you like know, plastic like plastic pegs of... and free yeah. coasters yeah. and all that stuff. Like everyone wanted to fight it because it was different. Yeah. Even though a lot of people knew like, dude, this is just going to be way cooler for yeah. everyone and way better and way more fun. But like BMX doesn't but like then, change. Yeah. Like how dare you use plastic pegs yeah. and bring oh, a ledge to the streets? You're not sliding. Christian. You're gr- you're not grinding. <laughs> you're sliding. Yeah. BMX doesn't like change or people doing different things. It's, a, it's awesome. There's you a know, middle ground like so somewhere funny, that yeah, hopefully but... both industries can get to you know like we don't need to be super advanced but we don't need to stick to our super core values to the end of the end of the grave you know like i think there needs to be a little bit of room for both to like to grow dorky side of mountain biking and that's like i think this is like just the plus side of it all is like it's so inviting for everything and everyone like yeah, especially you ride now. a trials bike. Well, sure, that's mountain bike. Or you ride, that's you know, like a, like, yeah, a bigger BMX. Why not? Yeah. BMX that's puts too. a line right here and says, "Nope, this yeah. is BMX." Mountain biking is just like, like, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll just take it. Like, yeah, why I is think that well, line there? Should you know, on it, honestly, with like, it, with your viral video, if I posted it when I would post non BMX stuff on the ride site, I would literally put in all caps, "That's not BMX colon whatever the title was." Right. Like just to bring people in and be like, you know, intro them. But like, it's funny you said that's not BMX. Yeah, 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 like, like, but it was it was so BMX, and that's why I posted it. But because you, I mean, on a dude, a lot bike. of the influence is BMX. Yeah. like I watch these dudes, especially yeah. like the whole market crew, fiend crew, all that stuff. Like yeah. that's like, I'm like, live for that. Like when new stuff was coming out, I'm like, this is what I want to watch. I wasn't watching mountain bike stuff. Yeah, it was like that and skate and ski and snowboard. Like, you know, the dudes that were and pushing BMXers it are watching mountain bike stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool him. that they're like now that maybe that's there's some transition there where like totally there's we can provide some inspiration for other sports too yeah for sure yeah. definitely no, it definitely, it definitely is happening. there yeah i mean like whatever uh sebastian keeps video was pure snowboarding Dude, that was you insane. know so stuff like that is like you know and then you, you take take a mountain bike well i don't know would that work better because suspension would shoot you off the wall yeah i don't probably. think so yeah. Dude, he he so. found an application to take like like i mean like big features to bmx yeah. is like the, i don't i don't know you would know better than me because he's actually good at that stuff but <laughs> i feel like riding that stuff on a full suspension would be kind of gnar yeah I feel it's like. uh, the compressions the are gnarlier and everything like, yeah. the compression on jumping into that steep tranny with suspension i think would be hard to hang on to like yeah. i've started to notice like stuff that i could hang on to well, on what's my your BMX rebound, and you know? stuff like it's just 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a couple, couple, couple clicks off and it'll work. That's the only mountain bike word I know. No. no, I think like, yeah, like the shit he was doing is going to be hard to hang on yeah. no matter yeah. what. Yeah. But yeah. I think sure, like there's certain things like riding Dennis's vert wall in his backyard. The first time I hit it on my dirt jump bike, I was like, whoa, you know, tight tranny. Yeah, like it's, trying a, to... it's the equivalent of like a six foot, tight, a six foot vert yeah, quarter. You got yeah. BMX bigger bike, wheels. Yeah. There's more volume. Yeah. It's wallowy. And then there's a sus- suspension and the wheels are bigger. Like there's just like more going on where it's BMX is like solid for yeah. The, yeah. like a skate park application where it's like cement and it's hard. And like every, you just like you want something that's just like rigid and like predictable. So you, I mean, Christian probably prefaced you, but like. If you were a Ride BMX magazine subscriber back in the day, I used to answer the letters. And traditionally, the letters, whoever answered the letters was an asshole. And so when I came into the role, it was like, all right, I'm going to get hammered and just say the most like out of line thing I could think of. And of course, the mountain bike thing like kicked off. And it was yeah. at the beginning awkward phases of mountain biking. And I always just said, it's the wrong tool for the job if you're doing if you're going to the skate park, yeah. essentially, like if you're riding BMX, like on a mountain bike, it's probably, and it's like, yeah. because back then it was all, it was, there was no hardtails really. They were all, they always had suspension. And if there was, was they always, were very good. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, and there was always weird things like, I can't think of the magazine, but somebody had like a, they put somebody sliding a rail on the cover with like, yeah, he's probably wearing like a full face and like, yeah. And it was and like the it's... first rail on a mountain bike. And it's like, yeah cares you know like <laughs> you know and it was like that was always and that was such an awkward phase for mountain biking yeah. as they like figured out where they were going with this stuff and it, and i was playing a role and so i was always like you know it, it carried over for so long and then yeah. christian and i always get into it too so for sure but, i mean for me like obviously i feel way more comfortable on a mountain bike yeah than i do a bmx but when i go to a skate park i'm just like riding my mountain bike it just doesn't work for me i'm like the BMX feels right. Yeah. It's like, I, like I only ride my BMX in a skate park. Like not, not cause I feel like I have to, but because I just like, it's even like little things like oh, I got pegs and I can do turndowns now. It's like, now I'm like, get to do all this stuff I don't normally get to do. And it just feels right. Like the transitions feel good. And like the bike fits in places and I get to grind and do this other stuff. So, I mean, I know there's lots and of, you can't do a turndown on a mountain bike, can you? No. Did I mean, bear, you, did you'd have to have claw? some, like, crazy high bars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't Bear Claw Dude, have some weird like, frame that, like, between his yeah. frame shape and his bar height, he was, like, able to do the slope, back the a slope, bit. The like, slope bike he had one year had, like, a really, like, low, like, top tube, like, a lot, like, a lot of standover. And... Dude, he like switched three, looked back like the gnarliest step down at Craig really? one year. I was like, it was damn, like we insane. can't even do that. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, and then he broke his hand doing it in finals, and I broke my collarbone on the same thing. <laughs> on the same jump? The same jump. Damn. Yeah, it was like this gnarly, it was like a ski jump. It was just like a big wedge and a massive landing that went into the village, and it was like. It was, Another a horrible design. It was like a like 30, 40 foot step down. You were like pinning it at. Like, and he just, yeah, he was doing switch spins off. It was crazy. So, I was, how come there's like okay so say there's like haro there's not very many of those who do like from very small little kids bikes all the way through bmx to like road bikes and mountain bikes and everything but then you have like trek and they just do like all the mountain bikes it's like there should be more I was, companies dude, that I just rip the whole that. thing and get everyone together more and like trek had mirico oh yeah. they, they were a distributor or they they were like they an owner of the company so there was a while there where i was like i was trying to get mirico bikes from them because like dude i love like i want to start riding bmx yeah, can i get hooked get up <laughs> yeah and then like i know like other brands like specialize in giant and these dudes had bmx there's been frames, some yeah and then it's like everyone just like wiped it it's well, just it's like because, we're just mountain bike now well it's because like i said earlier bmx is, wasn't like 
Come exactly. here, that, big, exactly. we wanted BMX brands only and rider owned, etc., which is beautiful and cool. self defeating. Yeah. And in certain think about ways. the brand too. They're but, probably looking at, dude, look how many of these fucking mountain bikes and road bikes we're selling. And then they're like, look at this, because BMX is just so small. Number, they're probably yeah. like, all right, why are we going to put our efforts and money into this if it's well, such a small it's, little? Because it's like a cigarette, dude. You get them into riding bikes, and then but, they and then they're riding a they're riding a specialized, and they buy a specialized. I mean, I see the reason behind it, but if you're yeah. a big brand, you're probably just crunching numbers. And you're like, dude, this doesn't make here, sense. Here, like, little kid, take like, this specialized. We're there <laughs> doing tricks on mountain bikes, but in hindsight, like we're only there to make the sport look cool. Like we're um, yeah. I mean, in yeah. in in a lot of on a, in a lot of mountain bike companies' eyes, like we're not selling product. Yeah, like not selling a lot of product. You're but selling it's like, the brand. You're getting selling the brand, on the brand. Like you're BMX, the you're the supercar to sell the high that, on Like basically. BMX has culture, and it's like it's been around longer. It's cool. It's like you could bring that in too, and have like a little you know, more street little, wear culture. Yeah, style yeah exactly. Like, like Trek could have like Trek BMX, and it's like you just dump some money into this really cool team. Totally, and. You sell a shitload of... Someone might just buy a cruiser bike because they think their BMX bikes are cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think that's why BMX struggles a little bit in the sense of like, it can no no outside bikes because like if, say, like Colt sold, sold like cruiser bikes and some more like adult bikes so they could ride with their kids while they ride BMX or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like They just, do they do a little bit, but yeah. it's I mean, I think I think BMX little... is kind of learning their lesson in a lot of ways from that. Yeah. And they're, they are kind of venturing out, you know, but it's like... I remember when volume was like, they were doing the sledgehammer. They were no, they were oh, even the doing fixies. And they were in Brian time. Brian like was like, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to get like put Volume's name in a, a bad rep with BMXers, even right. though like the fixies were killing it, making so much money. And I was like, dude, who but the he fuck did cares? and that like, carried them for a while. Yeah. So it was like, dude, like, yeah, you could do you be think core. it do you think it affected the brand or brand image? I'm sure overall? there was people that hated, but it's yeah. like, dude, what who cares about they those handful won't. of people that hated when like that Make literally? It cool. like, if dude, it's cool in the fixie it. world, then yeah. like they could want to buy a BMX bike too and vice versa. It's it like does why not just it could, you know, why not? I think it's it's probably really hard just to start a brand and be like, we're gonna do everything. But it's like, why not just bridge the gap a little bit more it's it's all bikes you know like i think it's starting like with brad you know riding for 510 like there's brands starting to come in where like the bmx and mountain bike stuff's crossing over and i think it's like yeah, so it's a 510 start... that's a it's a mountain bike shoe company right it's owned, owned by, by adidas. adidas yeah it's adidas, like they've yeah. been mountain bike shoes and just mountain bike no it's like outdoor shoes outdoor so it's like shoes. climbing <laughs> hiking you know uh, mountain biking but then adidas came in and bought them and then, but now, like you know, that's cool that Brad's now getting paid and riding for a company that stepped so from you, mountain bike. You ride farm now too, yeah. right? So how how yeah, that's interesting. Uh, do they? Sorry, we're making this a Christian podcast. No, we don't now. have to talk. No, I was, uh, I was no, no, just no. I mean, just <laughs> saying mountain biking coming. I was just BMX, I was like, saying when they when they you know like as a mountain bike yeah as a as a as you know like when they're talking to you about. Uh, a sponsorship deal do they care about bmx or is it all no bike? they're like genuinely like stoked on what bmx is doing the, like everything about it like just like brandon's hyped on bmx yeah. like brandon rides the, for yeah which is like complete opposite well yeah. i wanted That's to talk about that too. i wanted yeah. to talk about that too obviously the, the the section and chapters and stuff like that and how that came about and yeah. what what yeah. reception you got oh they got the pettage you're like oh shit. no 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 it's good <laughs> sorry yeah i was like um that was really interesting because obviously like because I don't think nobody knew. Because I was at the premiere, For and everybody sure. was like, "Whoa!" And it's funny. Like I'll, I'll did dig you into guys it. Even know? I feel like I did. I did. I, I didn't know, and yeah, it was kind of like random. Like I was like, I actually feel bad about it because I'm like, I wish I put more effort in. I heard they were like throwaway clips, essentially. Kind of like I was super busy that year, so I like I didn't have a ton of time to film stuff. But I was sort of like, Pova hit me up, and Pova's always been like my homie. Shout out to so, Pova. Like, we've, yeah. we've, we've, we've quoted no, and, and talked about Pova yeah. on this podcast. Many you got to get time, him so. on here. That'd, that'd be, be, that'd be yeah. sick, yeah. Um, but we yeah, need to get more old guys. 
Damn right. <laughs> uh, but he hit me up and he's like, dude, like we're doing the movie. Like you should give me some clips. And I was like, we'll give him some clips. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, there's no way these are going in the movie. Yeah. You're thinking They're like not... a gas clip or something. I, like I was like, do you want me to film like BMX stuff? Because I, yeah, I was like, I was like, dude, I'm down, but I don't like, you know, he's like, no, no, we want mountain bike stuff. And I was like, okay. I was like, there's no way they're going to use this. So like, what if we had some clips? I think I filmed maybe like one or two like newer clips for it. Um, but that whole relationship started, like I had like really gnarly, like heel bruising for like a year and I was like riding all sorts of, I was with Nike and then we, that, that program dropped the mountain bike program. That's where the heel bruising came from. And then I started running like other <laughs> shoes. Like I was getting, like, I was getting like a hookup from like Circa and like all these random shoe companies. And I was just like riding whatever. Yeah. But I was like, smash my heels. And then I was like struggling. And then I found like a pair of Etnies and they were like good cupsoles. And I was like starting to ride like normal again and like could jump off on stuff. So I was like, just kind of stuck with it. And I. Like the distro kind of hooked me up with a bunch of shoes, but I was like blasting through shoes. Um, and then I got Pova's number, like, like the, the distro shouldn't have gave it to me, but they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I hit a Pova and he's like, and I did, and I didn't know this at the time, but like, he was really like, I don't think he was like very pro mountain bike in his days. But, um, so I like hitting up Povet. I don't like know much about him, but then like, he was like, yeah, man, I'll fill you some shoes. And I was like, cool. But he was like straight up, like nothing will ever come from this. He's wow. like, he's like, we'll give you shoes, but don't ever expect us to like sponsor you or like pay you. So he's like, he's like, I recommend you finding another like shoe company if one comes around. And, uh, so whatever we like. Shout out to Pova. That's yeah. The, that's the real that's Pova. He was, he was straight yeah, up and I was like, Pova. dude, I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Cause I hate, like, I hate someone that's like. It's like the doctor kinda, that says, oh, you're never going to ride bikes again, but they're they just like giving you, you the along. worst yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like, man, I was like riding the shoes for forever. Like before anything ever happened. Like, And then he started to be like, dude, like we really appreciate it. And he would just like flow me bikes, like BMX bikes or parts or stuff. Like, just cool. to be like, hey, we can't pay you, but like here, I'm going to give you something. And I was sick. I was like, dude, I'm stoked on that. Like, that's awesome. Um, and then, yeah. And then the chapters thing came around and I was like, no way he's going to put these clips in. And then, sure. then it was like a, a little mini part in there. I was like, dude, I like should have actually just filmed something like yeah. spent some like more time on it. Yeah. They it didn't was like, tell you it was going to be in there. It was just well, like, they did, he, but like he kind of did, yeah. but it was like, you should send us clips and we'll try and put you in the movie. Then you're gonna get a but I didn't really know video. what it was. Yeah. I was yeah. like, there's in my head. I was just like, there's no way that, I don't when that video came out, I like watched it on the airplane and I filmed it and I sent it to Rupert, the dude who filmed it. I'm like, yo, it's sick. You guys have a section in this. And he's like, what the hell? Like, I didn't know we were having a section in that. Like, literally like. So no, he didn't edit it or anything. You just sent the clips. No, they... like, like we filmed some clips yeah, and Rupert wow. sent it to Mike. And yeah. that was, that was that. Crazy. That's crazy. So it was super random. Was it, what was the, re did you get any reception at any point? People seem stoked. Yeah. yeah. Like I never really like got any, there was no like negativity okay, towards yeah. it at all. Like it's one of my favorite parts in the video. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I love was, that part. I was stoked to just get in there and like, it was cool. And I feel like that really like stemmed like their progression to want to like support more. You would you would know was it was it Etnies BMX on Instagram and then it they was, switched it to yeah, Etnies Yeah, it was Etnies so BMX like, for the longest time yeah. and then they, and then they switched, switched it. I think then once they really like we're started That's doing cool. stuff with Brandon and making shoes. Like, all right, be. like this needs to just be at his bike. Like, mm -hmm. it's weird making bike shoes. Like, so I think it's cool that they did that. I like when people do that. It's like Oakley has like Oakley bike, and it's just like every yeah type yeah. of bike. It's like it's say. it's weird when their brands under one thing where it's like we're just this and they post everything i think there needs to be bike specific and i think that's cool that they just kept it neutral it's not yeah. bmx it's not mountain bike like it doesn't need to be its own mountain bike thing i think it's just bike that's good see everything right there that's bike related that's 
That's awesome. So is there more people on Etney's bike yeah. that aren't BMXers now? Did yeah, you like, there's like a, a little... Emil uh, oh, Johansson. Oh, cool. Like obviously, he's like the... Christian, can you grab the door behind you? The dude in yeah. like slopestyle mountain he's bike right now. He's so going to win everything if there's an event. Um, my, so he's my, he's, my he's on home, there now. So fair warning if a two-year-old yeah, bangs no on the door. So. <laughs> uh, he's on there now and then a bunch of other dudes. Like some people get in flow and, and whatnot. So I know, I know have... Christian's right. Oh, no. Christian was around the shoes. Five <laughs> Sorry. Christian's so loaded with He didn't even hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Paul for yeah. keeping Hooking my feet it up for, for nine years. Yeah. yeah. That's for real. Uh, but so did you help with all that? Like telling them who you think is sick and leading them in the right direction from some... They've taken it in their own hands a little bit, but I've been like like super involved through the whole process, like and especially with like a number of the shoes and things like that. Uh, like I've been trying to help the best I can, just direct them in like a in an industry they don't like know particularly. Like they're getting really good at understanding it now, but it was so new to them in in the beginning. So I'm like, here's like how I picture like doing things. We do it right, like do it core and not feel like we're just like making a shoe that like it's not really a mountain bike shoe it's like let's make like a like proper shoes make sure we have good product before we like get in there and, yeah. and put it on people's feet um and then now they've just like they've kind of taken that momentum and now they're they're going pretty hard with it cool. that's cool in mountain biking like it, it's a great thing in bmx how we've kind of like it's usually the rider is a team manager and they're a lot of times rider owned is mountain biking more ran by like a corporate side yeah, are there rider-owned mountain bike companies? And team managers and things like that? The like, team managers are usually people that have been, you know, invested in the industry a long time, whether they're an athlete or just, like, worked with companies and brands. But it's not – I would imagine it's nothing like BMX and skate. Um, it's it's pretty – there's like, Corp- is there like a cult bigger where like Robin Morales owns it? It's not like 10 years four ago. dudes yeah. in one. No. There are those. There are those like, brands. Like, <laughs> like when we to Santa Cruz, don't like, minimize Whoa. BMX like that. I'm like sure. I ride for a brand <laughs> that's like Chrome Egg, and they make like bar stems, pedals, and they make some like they make frames and things too. But it's like more of like this, like core niche brand, and uh-huh. they all ride, and they've been you know it's a Whistler brand. They've been like around the scene a long time, so they're. It's very like like they take Fridays off and ride every Friday. But like, that's how but that's how that's that starts, how the business runs. Yeah, you know? and it could it could grow. People could gravitate towards exactly. that, and then that brand gets bigger, and then then their first you yeah. know full blown. Yeah, that's cool. Making I didn't know if there, was there are brands brand, like yeah. that, but like I would say like the big brands like there's no frame because companies a, that are just like rider owned. It's yeah. like these are big. big big business there's so much there's like so goes much into which, it which the grass I mean, like, is always greener it? for me i'm like that's sick too yeah, you yeah, know to have for like sure. doesn't a mountain bike cost like ten thousand dollars there's some really expensive ones yeah. i mean there's a lot of entry level ones now like you can get they're so good now like you can buy like a complete mountain bike and it might not be all the top line stuff but it actually works so good whereas like that used to be like no like you had to buy the best stuff to even have a bike that was worth buying mm-hmm. But now it's like, like you like could twenty five hundred to three grand could get a BMX dude or somebody on a mountain bike where they could go out and have fun and yeah and you'll be have set to, up good. You'll yeah. have to change something at some point, but you could get out rolling. Yeah, crazy. But there, then there, then there's like insane well, bikes. Like still expensive. Yeah, yeah it's expensive. expensive. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not cheap. Sure. That's why people buy dirt bikes instead. But it's like if yeah, you really want to just have a bike that you because twenty five hundred or three grand, you get a pretty yeah, dope dirt. But bike. But then you need a trailer. Bike. You need a spot to ride but it. So it's like the thing. True. It's like mountain bike. No, you, you just, just ride that pedal at your back door yeah, and you're there. I know. I would personally rather have a mountain bike for sure. They're they're just capable now. Like the old mountain bikes, just they would break all the time and they weren't that fun to ride. Now it's like. Like a trail bike is like you can go around a bike park all day and have no no issues and it's super fun. You don't feel the chatter and yeah, it's pretty. Sick. That probably helps a lot with bike shops too because as a BMXer, when I give my my buddy a like a garage bike, like taking old parts and putting them together, yeah, they'll get a flat and it's the end of their career. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. like, Damn it. Like, <laughs> and, or the bars are moving. They're like, yeah. how do you do this? And I'm like, dang, you know, and there's not like B- too many BMX shops you could take it into. Like totally. that's got to really be great for the mountain bike industry because you need, like if I had a ma- really nice mountain bike, I wouldn't even bother. I'd just be like, can you guys fix it? And I'll yeah. throw you some cash to make it really nice. So and I, I get think that's again. a part of. they're like little. There's a lot of mechanics to a mountain bike. There's and and the I think the mountain bike industry, like especially these these bike brands, they know how important bike shops are. Like, if we just sell direct, we're gonna ruin like the culture and like people being able to like connect with the bikes. Like, if people can't go into a bike shop and get like a friendly inter- interaction and and get help, like, oh, how do I set this up? How do you, I do you that? You guys are killing it with that. Like, that's the thing is like I feel like I know Trek and like a lot of these other big brands, like they really try and help. The, just like the local bike shops, like anyone that, that they're working with just to make sure that they're good and like they've always got parts, there's always warranty, people can like, you know, get, mm-hmm. get an understanding. They're showing them spots to ride, they're giving them exactly. lessons, they're here's like a, tweaking the on their bikes. Like, Even know. when I went to Chainline Bikes in San Diego, they helped me out with my BMX bike because they're like closer to my parents' house out there and I wanted to get something dialed in. Like the amount of like community they had, so many people in there working on their bikes, everyone's hanging out, they're going on rides later. I was like, yeah. that could... I looked at that as like, we need to kind of move in that direction for BMX, like have a cool shop to hang yeah. out. At. Like Henry used to be in Santee, even though he's gone now. But no, like B- more BMX like shops that. will do jams, but I feel like a jam is like the extent of like what a BMX shop does to like connect with them. But like literally like the mountain bike scene in San Diego, like wouldn't be what it was without Chainline out here because they do everything they can. They're building the trails. They're they're teaching oh, people right. how to and ride. And they'll show you they're where like, the trails are. Yeah. Which is like, like, I'm sure BMX is like, we're building dirt zones. Like, not going to tell anyone where they're at. Yeah. yeah but there it's could more... be like an, a really nice shop next to the Claremont Park, you know? And like, exactly. Like, could, people need to be there. more down to like to take yeah. a BMX bike. I feel like it's as a BMXer, you don't like, you're like, I don't get my bike fixed at the shop, you know? But right. it's really nice if you're a kid to get well, it I think, I think, yeah. I mean, it's it just money. Well, BMX as a whole is like kind of gone to that. Like, you need a six mil and a seventeen. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You know, so it is it's really, like it's it is because it, it's no. so simple. Yeah, yeah. it's really so nice. It's like that's by design that you almost don't need the bike shop, or by yeah. like consequence, I guess maybe. Dude, bike shop after a year of riding, you know how to. Like, yeah, YouTube, YouTube and a six mil Allen key, you're good. So funny. I like I, I brought my BMX with me here, and it Hell was yeah. like I have a six mil, an eight mil, and a seventeen. I'm like, that's yeah. all I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took like five minutes. That's pretty sick, right? Just to it put took, it in the box. It yeah. took me four different sized tools to take off the things on my handlebars the other day on my mountain bike. <laughs> and every time that's I work crazy. on my bike, I'm just like, dude, like, this was, is insane. Like, how? I was, I was on a shoot and like a hanger broke or something oh, for, yeah. on a on a mountain bike, and it was like two GTs. And it was like the hanger was different between them, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah. why? Just a lot of standards, you know. You know? Like, it's hard. That's, I wish there was like. We could bridge the gap a little more where like hanger or something like that. That's like, you know, it's a consumable part. It just doesn't ever like if it just didn't have to change. Like if we could, that's like something you go to any bike shop and you just get it. Like a BMX crank. It's like pretty much fits any BMX frame. You know, it's like mountain bike ones. There's a lot of standards, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's like like a pro and a con because like I was thinking if something goes on with my free coaster right now, I wouldn't even like, I don't have like a local shop even there's, there's SD wheel works and they're great, but they're like, you know, you try, they're so busy with COVID and everybody and their mother sure. rides a beach cruiser yeah. and a road bike nowadays, sure. you know, like to get my free coaster fixed. So it might be a two week wait or yeah, something. Yeah, we forgot about SD Wheelworks. Shout they're out great. Yeah, shout out they, SD they Wheelworks. They are, they are. They're they are like down. the one, and they are next to Claremont. Yeah, so they're that dope. Full, That's full. But like, I'm just like, like what Henry's used to be, East County BMX. Yeah, you, yeah. There was a couch and a bike video on, and they do premieres and jams in the parking lot. It was like a. That's cool. You want to go there and hang out. Yeah. Like even it was, if, you want to go and hang out. Yeah. yeah the vibe. Even if you're not doing Like if your bike was messed up, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to go to Henry's. Dude, it I was, looked forward to going mm-hmm. over there to build a new bike just because, like, 
you know, like you get to hang out with Henry. Like you said, there's sick videos playing. There's always like locals popping in. You get to meet the local kids. And that's what there. the chain line bikes felt though. When I went in there to visit Connor and help have him help me out with something. Dude, they know like, everyone on a name sick. basis, yeah. you know, like it's like, a, it's so cool. It's, I, I love it. I think like, but mountain bike shops, like maintenance is their thing, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure they make good money selling bikes, but like you sell that it's bike, more it's about, coming back in, you know, more about so, the shop. yeah, you're going to build the relationship. Cause you know, like the second that bike leaves, they're going to need to maintain that bike at least two times during the year and they might break something. So it's like, that's why I think mountain bike shops yeah. are more so like building that. Are they making them difficult to work on on purpose? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's just the industry, I don't, just the way it evolves. I don't know? think no, there's I a don't. lot of like markup. There's some innovation. On, there's not a lot of markup on selling a complete bike at a bike shop. Like the bike shops aren't making tons of money yeah. when they sell mm-hmm. a bike, but they know like, okay, like he's going to want his suspension reserviced or like just, just derailleur tuned up or his wheel trued or something like that. And it's like, they're going to come back in and that's where we make our money. Yeah. And that's why it's good. They keep it like that community. Yeah. They, they, like, like it's a good vibe. Together. Like you want to feel mm-hmm. welcome coming in with your bike and we're going to take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they're not going to come back and get their bike fixed on. If you sold them, if you upsold them a $90 chain instead yeah. of the $20 chain, they're going to be like, all right, fuck you guys. But like, if they're like, all right, we're cool. Hey, you actually don't need this. You could actually get this. Like, all right, cool. This shop's sick. They didn't try and screw me over. Like, that's what my local shop did where I grew up. I went in there. They tried to sell me something crazy I didn't need. And I'm like, dude, screw you guys. <laughs> like, uh, why would I come back to you guys when you guys just want to make money? Like, shops like Chainline, another sick. I'm sure Braden's got a sick local shop by him. Like, they value the people that come in there. And that's why I think Well, those are the that. shops that are still around. Yeah. You know, like, if you get somebody that's just trying to get the 10 bucks out of you and not realizing they're missing the 40 on the back end, then mm-hmm. that's their their fault. Totally. You know, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, we could talk about uh, contest stuff and projects. And, I mean. That's a pretty interesting thing that you were on top of the game in the contest slope series and all the other ones, too. And you only really ride Rampage now. Yeah, pretty much. Before COVID hit. I don't know yeah, what your plans yeah. are in the future. I mean, it was, uh, again, like going back to just like, there's a lot of different bikes, travels gnarly, and you're like kind of bouncing between things. Like as like these kind of categories in the sport started to evolve and people started getting like more specific, like there's people that only rode slope. Like, well, they, there are like most of the people that ride slope style are only slope style athletes mm-hmm. now. And then there's like, like, they don't probably downhill some of them. Like, no, yeah. like some, I know but some of those dudes have never ridden a trail bike even, but they're. Like they're just so like they ride a slope bike every day or hardtail every day, so they're just really good. Just at their that. compound, and that's that's what they're on. And then there's the same thing: people that only touch downhill bikes and they're free riders. So it's like it kind of like got to a point where I was so busy with like everything. Like I do like a full slope style circuit, then I'd have like like a web series, and then we do video projects, and then it was rampage and some other big mountain events, and it just was like getting so hectic. Where I was like, I was getting kind of burnt on contests. Cause I would like, it's like, we are going to a contest and feeling like I don't want to hurt myself at the contest. Cause I'm like so stoked to go film this video part, but that's like not the mentality. It's like, you need to go into that contest being like, I'm ready to send it like 100% whether I get hurt or not. Like, even if I'm like land loose and then the next jump, I'm like hundred percent committed to getting that next trick. But it was just like in my head, like I, feel I wasn't that. like vibing it. Cause I wasn't doing anything. Like I was, there's a while there where like I had to find like bring something new to an event every time to be like excited about it. Like, Hey, I'm going to my whole run's going to be switch tricks or my whole runs are like, I want to do this new trick on this feature. They have a setup for this trick that I learned. So I'd like, I'd go there and that's like, that was my motivation was like, I get to show this, but then it was just like, I could do that with video projects too. And I can do it. Like I can build specific setups like and I could do way want. more of it. Cause there's a lot of setups that or I would never ideas that, that exactly, produce the trick. Exactly. Yeah. And there's this like slope style setups, like didn't always offer up those opportunities. So then eventually it was just like, hey, I feel like I've done it all. 
Like I don't need to keep trying to just win the same event or, you know, like it's like if I win, I feel content. If I lose, I feel like I, I fail. Like, you know, if I got second place, then I'm just like, I feel like it's failure because everyone expects me to like win. You've won so many, you're known uh, as the guy. And I know, I'm not things, trying to be so. that dude. Like, I don't, I didn't really like. Brandon's not as good as he used to be. I, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that, did that, yeah. would that have changed? I mean, that's if, real. That's how people If the yeah. course has evolved more, like, they don't if the know, course it would, it would change. Project, and then he's going to this next Well, thing. I look at like the. Well, it parallels what? The, the, the Bull series. Like, it gave all these riders that. Like, like Sergio Leos and like all these other dudes Remember that like contests. sort of like they were like insane at contests and they weren't really doing contests and now there's this new like format again and now they're all suddenly like the dudes again you're like yeah, whoa Larry Edgar and all those dudes came to the top I, like, f- I think if yep. Slopestyle had changed like around the time where I was pivoting as well I probably would have stuck with it like if there was a new format because I feel like people just started to like figure it out like this is what you need to do it's yeah, like boner you know log the, this kind of hip yeah. like they knew the jumps to build it's to so fun it's so, it's so many parallels of things where it's like the you know almost shout out to Durs but like the Durs format you know yeah, like yeah. where it's like he had his it's, had his like this this scores well it's super and comparable. I'm going to like yeah, mix it the same way yeah, it was like it, me riding those fees that. contests yeah. it was like I'm doing so much other shit and then I get here and like yeah I can do my best and get second you know exactly. and I'm like third you know and I'm I'm working You're so trying so hard, hard yeah. you know, and then I leave and I'm beat up filming for my next yeah. part. And yeah. it's like, dude, I, I, I totally understand yeah. where your head was at with that. Yeah. And then like, so the projects like started getting more opportunities there. And it was like, I was, the problem was I was like investing a lot of money in the projects. So it was, it was what I wanted to do. I wanted to just like film stuff and build things. And like, I was like, I don't want to just get stuck riding contests and not have all these like things in my head come to fruition. So I'm Hell like, yeah. I need to just do the projects, get these like tricks and features out of my head and just do it. And I was like spending a lot of money out of my own pocket to do it. Like there was a number of years where I pretty much spent like all my salary on just filming, making cool stuff. That's crazy. And it that's all a, came around in the end, like awesome where like I've, now I get cool opportunities where like I don't have to spend my money to do these stuff. Wow. But I, like I went like that's an pretty, investment in yourself as well. It was an investment in my future. Like, broke, but right I also now. knew I like I needed to do it. Like yeah, I just yeah. like I really need to do this. So that's super cool to hear. Super cool to hear because a lot of people probably just think like, oh, he's so lucky. He's Brandon Simonuk and he gets to just do yeah. his dream yeah, projects. Sponsors probably paid for put everything. The but... obstacle here, please. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'd get a cool opportunity where like you know Red Bull or SRAM or these companies would help out, and I'd get a bit of cash. But even then I'd be like me and Christian were talking about today more like, money <laughs> I'm like I got this much but if I put more money in it'll be even better and yeah. then I would just do it because I'm like I'm like I'm like putting everything into this like I don't want money to be a factor like I'm going to make sure it's like it's 100 100% like as best as it can be with like that's amazing the restraints we have it's your own money going into making yeah your dreams come to life but also what you don't really probably realize is it pushes the sports so far yeah even you're not I hope so con- yeah it, it is yeah and then, but at that time, it was like I was competing. But then I was like, "Man, I've got so much money invested in these projects. If I hurt myself at this contest, oh, yeah. and this <laughs> project doesn't happen, like, yeah. dude, it's gnarly." Like, and, it, and, the, and then you're looking at the other guys on the deck, and and it means the world to them, and it doesn't 100%. mean anything mm-hmm. to yeah. you at like, that like, point. I've won this event; they haven't yeah. like, and they're, they're going to go insane. And not that I ever like, and even I, too for the next kid, yeah, the next kid totally. that would take your spot. You know, it means the world to them, and yeah. you're, and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything to you. It's like, yeah, yeah. back down. And I always told myself I would never go into an event not prepared to like do my absolute best whether like you know not not that i'm like i need to win but like i want to go in there feeling like i'm gonna be happy with what i do at the end of the day and then eventually it was just like i wanted to put more into the project stuff and i just was like i had an opportunity to start to like lean the events out so i do a couple big slope style events but then i was only giving myself like two opportunities a year 
to basically put that number on the board for the sponsors to be like, yep, you still got it. You know, if I didn't go to Crankworks and win, I didn't have another opportunity to show that I could still win. So it was just like, then it was just like gnarly pressure of like, I'm literally doing a one slope style event this year. And I'm gonna, I know, I know personally, like I'm going to be first or I'm going to be last. Yeah. Like that's, that was like, and if I crash and I get a bad place, then that's what I've got to show for my contest series, you know, like yeah. that year. And then it was just like, eventually I got to wean it out and I'm, I'm really fortunate that I have the opportunity to have. And then, yeah, we got to just go hard on production stuff so and you're content. not doing rampage stuff. Anymore. I will do rampage oh, this year. Yeah. So that was one event where it was like, you don't put the pressure on. Well, it's sort anyways, of what I'm right? doing yeah. all year round is like, granted, like the pressure of the contest is still there, but it's like going and doing a unique build with my friends and getting creative, yeah. like, like bringing ideas to the desert, you know, like, like trying to think of things before I even get out there and try and bring those ideas to life. So when I get there, line for we build contests. our own line. So, so it's like, I can do whatever I want. Like, like we don't know cool. whose line's going to win until the event's over. Like, Everyone's looking at everyone else's line like that's crazy, but then they're looking at yours, being like, "I wouldn't ride that. You're crazy." <laughs> so it's such a like cool event in that sense. So I'm like, it's at the end of the year. I don't really. It's it's less Almost of like an a issue. project contest. Exactly, it's less of an issue if I get hurt. Plus, it's like I get to just build what I want to ride. What? Uh oh, technical difficulty. Is it going? <laughs> it looks fine. Oh no, it's gone. I couldn't see oh, the red dot. Fuck. I like looked over that earlier, and I kind of was thinking <laughs> the same yeah. thing. I'm like, maybe because <laughs> I just couldn't. I was paranoid, dude. I just look all the time. That's yeah. cool though. So Between Rampage is kind of the one that you love. Like yeah, it's a cool event. Like, it's I mean, it's it's gnarly and it's but it's like an, such an experience every time. Like there's no event like that in any dude, other it's industry. Crazy. Like, and even it, for mountain biking, it's snowboarding. Like crazy. Snowboarding but has some things. The yeah, Travis yeah. Rice thing he did. Totally. I mean, yeah, natural. But like every year yeah. for like how long it's been running, like I can't think of anything else where it's like you hire a crew, you you pick your crew, you build something. Can I ask more dumb questions? Yeah, hundred percent. So do you have? Is it all? How do they? Do you get given a section? Do you have a certain amount of crew members? Do you have a certain amount of budget, yeah. shovels, and whatever? Ag- I and don't again, know. this is developed over a number of years because yeah. there was like restrictions, like you know, like people started bringing power tools and like outdoor supplies. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's like there's been a lot of restrictions over you the can't year. Bring but, a porta potty, but basically, it's like woods. hand tools, <laughs> two diggers plus you. You've got eight days so there's four days of digging no riding and a blank canvas blank canvas you can go anywhere on the hill you've got to work with people does the hill change every year i don't know some the it's about every two years they change the venue okay so like everyone go like literally everyone's like let loose on the hill like seeing it for pretty much most everyone like for the first time like i call dibs over here yeah like some dudes live in utah so they might know the zone a little better yeah but it's like sort of like they won't tell you where the zone is until it's like the day of the event next question yeah and then you go out and it's like 40 dudes just like let loose on the hill or maybe more 60 dudes and everyone's like walking around trying to figure out a line top to bottom which like takes a long time to build this stuff um and so like whatever you work with people and you just try and figure it out and it's like obviously you want to find some like key features that are like going to be highlights of your run and things like things you can trick and whatever so yeah you're like four days to dig you get a day off and then four days to dig and practice oh wow and then you're like straight into the event the next day so it's like by the time you get there, you're absolutely destroyed. Smoked, yeah. Wow. Well, that's so what I was going to say is you are, are you uh, pacing yourself so because cool, you're though. digging. I mean, I guess you get the day off, but I mean, even still one day off. After... If you have the ability to pace yourself, you're stoked. Yeah. Because like, honestly, I feel like I go really hard like the first four days, like thinking, okay, I will have a day off. And then I could sort of like just tame it back a bit by like 
like riding is actually my break during the day. Like I'll dig half the day and then ride half the day. And like me riding is actually going to be mellow, me taking yeah. a break, like, like saving my physically, energy. Physically mellow, yeah. mentally. Which is like, sure it's not even yeah. that. Cause we're like hiking our bikes. The, oh, sometimes yeah, it'll take sure. a half an hour just to hike one feature. Yeah. And like, there's like how many hits down the hill. So. And when you think of building, you think of like That's BMX jumps, crazy. just like stacking dirt. Like yeah, these no, dudes are out like here like chipping trails. rock for yeah. like a whole day and like making rock walls out of natural rocks or like sandbags and stuff. Like it's the gnarliest. You're hanging off a cliff. Like dudes are literally tying ropes and doing rock climber shit, hanging yeah. off the mountain so they could chip this fucking There's rock out. There's literally like on average like two full days, like like not even not even like like all together but like they'll just be like two days like those two days i know i'm just picking at rock the entire day for like 12 hours you're like that's all it is you're like okay i just need to get this rock out they should explain that more like on the the, yeah the build's the the coolest part man like honestly i tell people because people are like oh i want to watch rampage i'm like dude you just need to see them like a half hour hour show or something yeah yeah they show little episodes of like all right we're here we tagged along with this build crew and kind of like you kind of see what because i know there was like some controversy about the build stuff a couple years ago i remember something of that but i don't really know yeah i mean people you just try and find shortcuts like like anyone you try and like how do we make this easier on ourselves how do we make cooler stuff and yeah i mean there's and I think that's where it's so, just like, as it's the years evolved. go on, people figure out ways to make it easier. Totally, it's like I'm sure. wasn't there not even water for a while? Yeah, like, like we, water we used, well, like in the last couple of years, they've figured out a way to like fill barrels at the top of the mountain, oh. and so we can like siphon down into our line and water things. It's still like it goes empty all the time, so sometimes we're just spending like so there'll be one digger all day just carrying water up the hill, up and down, up and down. Wow! But that used How to be. How much do you pay these motherfuckers? Yeah, and that's the other thing. Yerpas of mountain bikes. It's not not worth Pretty much not all lot. the dudes that are digging are just there because they want to be a part of the experience. Crazy. Yeah. It's insane. I I like obviously if I do yeah. when I do yeah. well like, the at champions. the event, those dudes are like they're getting paid. That's you know, awesome. like yeah. and like I obviously I do the best I can do regardless of like how I do, but there's a lot of dudes that can't afford to pay these guys. And they're just there and they're just doing it. They're just like, I'm going to be a slave for like 10 days. Like the gnarliest 10 days of your yeah. whole it's like, man year. Camp. Like, yeah, man camp. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's <laughs> hot, dude. Like they're, they're like flying fucking burritos up the hill with drones and shit. Like it's, dude, it's really, really gnarly. I just went last year for the first time. No power tools it. though. You can't fly yeah, a drone. Yeah. No, I'm joking. But we, there, used to, there used to be no water and like we just have to carry like every day. We just like carry Fuck. like gallons and gallons and you're of just water like, up the hill sparingly using it yeah. i'm sure yeah, yeah. that's that insane brutal. i didn't know it was crazy. nowhere near so, that crazy and then obviously the level of the riding like that is <laughs> and gone crazy and Dude, it's so like 70 now. foot flat drop backflips and stuff yeah. now like it's like like you watch like i trip out like I was there last year watching like all the wives and the girlfriends are literally Stressed sitting out. there. It's like a mega ramp. Like, dude, I could watch my yeah. significant other die today, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they're yeah. sitting there like holding their two kids, like just hoping they make it to the bottom. I'm like, more scared for my friends. Gnarly. Like there's, there's been times like Cam Zink's dropped in and I'm like, I'm genuinely scared for his life. Like yeah. I'm like more scared than for me to drop in on my run. Yeah. It's like such a weird feeling. Like it's really cool. Like, cause then it's like, the community of like our sport comes out where like everyone's like wants to see you make it down. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. like, get that run. Like so stoked for this. Yeah. Maybe dab a foot. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. They're like, you're going to crash. Like have a slide out. You know, I'm pretty sure yeah. that they, I don't, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they talked Adolf Silva out of trying a double flip yep. drop last year because oh, they're yeah, just like, sure. dude, like, 
it's Please. not worth it. Not he's, a, he's not a BMX dude. He rode those. Dude, he rode those triple challenges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andreo was like, super good on a B. I yeah. think he rode Rebel Jam back in the day and things really? like that. Really? Yeah, Andreo Lukanagi. Oh, I don't know who that is. Like from Sick. Barcelona. Super, like, super yeah. badass free rider now. Okay. Like he mountain bike dude. He's won all sorts of events. Yeah. yeah. Then David Gaziak too. Yeah, totally. Like a sick BMX. Both of them. Yeah. Simon too. Crazy. Both those brothers. Yeah, David. I think David's like pure mountain bike now, right? Which made sense for him because he kind of came in the scene. He reminds me of like Leandro. Oliveira, the sick Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, if you just grabbed a dirt jump. Well, he bike, was riding like... all the slope style stuff on his BMX because his brother, Simon, who's amazing on a mountain bike. Yeah. Man. Yeah, like they just ride the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. And they have a compound in their backyard, yeah, exactly. too. Yeah. So, yeah. Smart. Just grab the mountain bike. You yeah. got a series for it. And now totally. he's. Yeah. yeah, I think he was so, like, it gave, him, the last... it gave him an opportunity to have more events because I feel mm-hmm. like he only that was got to do a few BMX mm-hmm. events. And that's the thing, too, is like when it's, you get you get talented dudes and it's just like their style of riding, you know, somebody like Dennis who has tricks and stuff like that, but he has a wide range of a, a yeah. wide skill set where you get dudes like it goes the, beyond the, this tricks. Yeah. David yeah. is like, he showed up to the first Dreamline, the Dreamline in New Mexico mm-hmm. and like killed it. it and nobody amazing. knew who he was, but then those events started to like, kind of go more towards on the mountain bike side. And he's like, well, actually I, don't have an avenue to do what i want totally. to do so that's I'm what i was saying dudes, dude that's what i was saying there's there's there are like some dudes where it's like dude you should just grab a dirt jump mountain bike i and, mean it's, like, yeah. why it's not? been it's crazy almost... to watch dudes like him and drew and nyquist like to just be like cool like there's these these events too and they're fun we're yeah. gonna come over and just do them like just because mm-hmm. they want to do like a an event like they that want to stay yeah. busy having yeah. fun like mm-hmm. i remember nyquist telling me like dude if i want to do dirt contest all year in bmx right now i'd have like two or three options and then yeah. he's like in mountain biking there's literally like 40 this was a couple of years ago or however yeah. many years ago yeah. like there's 40 things i could do right now yeah. like nyquist didn't get into mountain biking to ride money he just literally he's a contest did he just come like, ride with us because we were the only people riding he's like yeah. dude i got he no bmx to ride with and then he was like he would world. just ride his bmx with us and then he's just like, eventually, like, well, Haro makes BM- or mountain bikes too, so I'm just gonna ride one of those with you guys. And then he, dude, he was crushing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. getting like podiums. Dude, he got, got podium at what was it? That was ride? the coolest thing ever. I shared yeah. a podium at Whistler Crankworks with Nyquist. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, never in my wildest dreams would <laughs> oh, I yeah, have crazy. thought that. And he crazy. got podium or one elevation too. So like to yeah. think that Nyquist yeah. has stood on the podium Epic. at Whistler for both oh, the yeah. mountain bike, the gnarliest. BMX dirt jump event and the gnarliest mountain bike dirt jump event. He's done them both. Like and and Nike was the last person to sit in that chair. Yo, <laughs> and he we talked. He had so much to talk about. I don't even think we made. We it let, we literally no, were sure. over two hours and we hadn't even like we talked about uh, the Olympics. Mira and his blue goatee and we're like, oh, or it's going <laughs> yeah. over two hours. We <laughs> probably interview him every day. I'm sure he's yeah, got seriously, a lot of stories. we're doing a part two for sure. Um, one thing about Nyquist, too, is I, I went to, I filmed like a Ratitude thing with Drew when he was kind of doing the mountain bike stuff, and it was a, Col- a Colorado event. Uh, I don't know. I know. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, Boulder. Yeah, outside, yeah sorry. Uh, Trestle Bike Park. Trestles, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the crowd cheered for Nyquist louder than anybody else. Oh, there. Dude, dude. It was crazy. It was crazy His in the sense of like, known yeah, it was just like. And He's I was, a legend. Like, yeah. like yeah. I was like, every single person in this crowd is a BMXer. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, every not, every know, mountain biker sense, knows like, who Nyquist is. Yeah, like, of course. It's Nyquist. Yeah. It's like insane. And a huge shout out to him. Like, he was like so sick to ride with when he was doing, like, because I'd be down here in the winters and he would be one of our homies that we'd ride with, like, on the daily. Like, he's 40 whatever years old and he's the most motivated dude there. Like, yeah. Like it honestly gave He's me a man like child for sure. It gave me like, and I was in a weird like kind of transition too because I was still competing, 
but I was trying to transition out. Like I was like maybe a little burnt on competing and I was transitioning to try and do some other things that like I wanted like, you know, the sparks there, but I want the fire. And he shows up the session and he's twice my age, basically. And he's more excited than I am. And I'm fire like, okay, I need to out. like, I need to like, not that I'm not stoked, but I need to figure something out because if he's this stoked and he's been doing it this long and he's done all these events, like, Man, I want that. I want that to be me. He's an anomaly, man. Yeah, he really yeah. is. Yeah, like I mean, I, on BMX, but it was trips, so inspiring. Yeah, he's getting up. I feel like piece of shit because he's getting up to go ride some transition spot at six in the morning, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, and like same thing. I'm just like, how is he? Or he's doing like chirping this? you like he's the Grom at the session. Yeah, I'll like, oh, learn this trick. Try this. Try that. Yeah. You're like, dude, like he's calling tricks out for you. You're like, what? Dude, when I go film with Nyquist, he'd be like, what should I do? And I'd literally think I'd watch all his video parts the night before, and I'd be like, "Oh, what about this trick? Oh, I haven't done that since, uh, you know, drop the hammer." But yeah, we could try that. You know, yeah. he's down for anything. Like his age, his having kids, his workload—nothing ever came into play. He's just like, "Cool, yeah, let's do it." Like that's cool. You guys got to get a little gnarly. taste. Dude, it was in the mountain bike world there for a few years. Yeah, it's so funny. And yeah. then, and then Drew was kind of the the opposite i yeah, I, I never got like. to ride with drew like i i, I love drew but drew yeah. is drew is drew well drew's yeah. riding though also is like we were talking about those skill sets like he didn't really necessarily he wasn't like the detour dirt jump kind of no, guy like which he didn't really random i don't think slope His style ride. like he was really he got really good on yeah. a mountain bike I haven't, I haven't really ridden with drew much but i like know him because we're red bull canada together um his style was a little harder to translate I but think. it's the it was slope the, style, the slope style courses yeah. don't really like cater to his style like you put him in a skate park he will find the craziest lines but in mountain biking there's kind of just one line like yeah. rarely do you get that opportunity to like jump over something or jump from one thing to another thing and you know you're the only dude that's willing to do it no matter what you have to have a handful of banger dirt tricks you like, gotta have the no tricks around you that gotta, and you gotta have the well you gotta have a variety you gotta step down tricks drop tricks like dirt jump tricks you know like the the bones, the like hips, like everything like mm-hmm. that. It's like a bone. Like boners. We call it boners. It's like a log that just like a wedge. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like right. a step down wedge it's usually. Cannon right? log yeah. things. Yeah. Like so like you just you have to have that variety the regardless of like mm-hmm. regardless <laughs> of you know being able to bring in some different things too. And I think that was hard for him is like he could he had tricks, but like he wasn't able to like do his thing, like his really strong skill set because it didn't cater to him. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah, he he's was, like, sorry, go ahead. oh, no, I was just saying he, where Nyquist can be competitive and turn, turn, have a conversation and not be worried about the competitive side, but also, you know, yeah. have that mindset. Drew only, it only had a competitive mindset because I heard that Drew was like, kind of came in and like, like didn't have the best experience with, with yeah, dudes he, at he, points, he, but it's like his like, mentality when he's there that, that kind of dictates that. You yeah. Know? I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't well, really know. Just, I wish I'll I had, be, I wish I'll I had talked real. to him about it, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, I guess I'll just be real in a sense. Like I went and filmed the Ratitude thing, not because I was the best filmer, but because Drew and I get along yeah. really well. And that's the reason why I, was I like, wish Drew had like a know? better, I feel like, I don't know if he had like a good crew to like kind of like get involved with the slope cell scene. Like if he was riding with like a crew of us that were doing it all the time, I feel like that would have been like more motivating for him to be like, just have like a lot more fun with it. Opposed to just being like, okay, I'm just going to the event. I'm going to try and do well. Yeah. Cause that's what Nyquist was doing. He was just like indulged in our little yeah. crew and culture. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It was, it was a total different thing. Yeah. Like, like literally he was just like, like, well, I'm already riding mountain bikes. Why don't I just try an event? Well, I mm-hmm. think that that was part of the problem because it, because he had a camera crew following him yeah, as well. Yeah, you put where that Nyquist, stress on him instantly. Yeah, where, like, yeah. where Red, called him a you know, bunch of monkeys. 
What was that? He was called that the he called the camera crew a bunch of monkeys. Oh yeah, it was probably not, me. it was not, probably me. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Fudger. Yeah. laughs> uh, but yeah, he, I think he, there was just all this added pressure Dude, that he yeah. needed to perform. Where Nyquist was like, but he I made like, it. Yeah. I've done everything yeah. already. Yeah. Like I'm just doing this for yeah. fun. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think if he would have came in and just filmed some crazy joyride stuff on his mountain bike, like would've that would have been insane. But like, I was surprised by coming in trying to go to like the gnarliest dirt comp and like make waves i'm like yeah. dude that's I think, a tall order i think people thought nyquist was like kind of like a strange person to like get into it but then like when i was riding with him like there's no reason he couldn't couldn't do well at this because he was really good on like all the features he used comfy on everything and he's so consistent and the yeah. slope style we have like like the courses are like 14 features long sometimes and <laughs> sometimes it's just getting down the hill it's not even like who did the best tricks? It's like if you can trick everything, you're already gonna be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. And that's Nike with shit. He's like, which way do you want? Regular switch, exactly. rocket, fucking he's going I double half bars. Off Dude, he was going half ago. bars into a whale tail to like the half truck at like it was like so insane. Like and stuff that no one like for yeah, rocket air stuff. You're like <laughs> oh. just <laughs> like owning it. Like it's like that's his skill set. Like, yeah, bring it. Like, dude, this is new and different. It's exciting for like the fans. What uh yeah, I guess from uh, is so you're completely only Rampage and projects. Pretty much, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's it keeps end. me basically flat out at this point. And oh, and rally car—that's a competition. Yeah, and then the, like I mean, I've always done rally. Like yeah. if, over ten years now, I've been racing, but now I've, now I get to do a Subaru Motorsports. So it's just like it's kind of a, it's just like more of like a job. Like I'm doing the similar events, but now I show up and it's like okay, try and win, and like there's media around it and and yeah this and that so it's it's more serious crazy yeah so it's like the highest end of rally car for for like north america it's like yeah i'd say the american national it's like a national championship s-i-c is that what it was uh ara is like the championship okay and then subaru motorsports usa is like who i'm like a factory team with uh and it's yeah like the american series has gone off like there's so many good drivers coming in like ken blocks back in and then there's like barry mckenna who won the championship last last year he's like irish tarmac champion and like there's all these like really nice cars coming over from europe like of like good european drivers that are doing like erc uh yeah erc and like you know some wrc event style stuff so like like proper drivers where there's like the top 10 cars are all like you know half million dollar cars yeah and like anyone could actually win kind of thing how do you find time to practice that you know i know you've been doing it for a it's long time he's good at everything yeah, i know I but it's like <laughs> with all this like do you Drifting have a, razors a, around in the off season yeah <laughs> i mean a spot to do it at home or well like yeah i'm some kind of product my environment like there's so many forestry roads at home so that's how i got into it like we use a forestry road sorry forestry roads to go mountain bike that this like we go shuttle up the hill build trails down and then there was a few rally like there was like subaru canada was near where i lived and then like the sorry Subaru Rally Team Canada, um, and then there was like some like privateer rally drivers, so that we'd always see like the rally cars on the FSR FSR roads, and I was like, that's super cool, I want to do that. And I'm like, I don't have my license at this point, but I was just like, rally wow. cars are cool. And then when I had the opportunity, like we'd drift around like beaters and things like that. Then I had the opportunity to like get a car and try this myself, and there was like we could block roads, or I'd, I would go with the team, and they were like you know we'd do test days. And how old are you at that point? You don't have. A I got a car when I was 19. Okay. 18, 19 was okay. my first rally car, a little production Crazy. Subaru. Yeah. And then I kind of. Oh, so you're already a pro mountain biker at this point. Yeah, at this so point. Yeah, like yeah. Mountain bike money. And then you're like. Oh, totally. I was like, I was bit. getting a bit of cash. And then I, I had bought like a, just a, like a stock Subaru. 
and I was like rallying it, and I was like, okay, this thing's not really built to just go yeah. and smash. It doesn't have skid place. It's it doesn't. Like it's got street tires on it, things like that. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, granted, I I smashed the hell out of it, and it was fine. But I just went to the shop, and he's like, I'll just trade you your car for a production rally car. Okay. Yeah. Like a race ready car, and I was like, sweet, yeah, done, yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like done. And then so I got into it that way, uh, and then I was really fortunate, like, like so the guy that gave me the rally car, he was like. He's five-time national champion, like Canadian rally champion, American rally champion at the time. And he built the car and he kind of helped mentor me. And then like my best friend, Alex Pro, lived right across the street from this guy, Martin Rowe, who I met once like a friend of ours told him I was getting a rally car. And then I like, he invites me over and we like walk in his house. And he's like, the first thing I see is like WRC world championship <laughs> trophy like he won like first overall PWRC in like 2003 with Subaru like proper Damn. driver and he, he's I was like oh shit and he's like yeah dude when you get a rally car let's like let's take it out or like I'm so stoked like he just loves rally so he's like wanted to be involved so I like literally like there's tons of construction going on at the time I'm like I moved to Squamish so I was like driving back up to Whistler and I was in the rally car and I'm like stealing all the like the pylons and stuff on the highway and I like pick them up and we drive the rally car to like kind of like, like make a course. Yeah, there was like <laughs> there was like this little forestry road that's like no one ever goes out to and it ends in like a big open gravel lot. So then I set up all the cones and we just like spent like the afternoon like ripping this road and set a little like track out the back. And he's like showing me how to he's like, here's the do's and don'ts. So like instantly I was like set off on the right path. Crazy. And a uh, funny story of that, like like ripping it all day, like no one is out there. Like didn't see anyone all day. And then we like go to leave and we're like rip the road back. And I'm like driving and there's like a crest and I come up over the crest and there's like a police car like going away from us. And I was like, shit, like slammed on the brakes and I like backed up, like reversed all fast. And I was all panic and like drove like half into a ditch and got kind of high, high center. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like, did they see us? Like, no, like we're going to get like in trouble, whatever, ripping a rally car around. Cops turn around, they come out and they're like, like, what are you guys doing? And we're just like, oh, we're just like playing around, you know, we set up some cones back there and it was like a guy and a girl cop. And we're like, what are you guys doing? Like, no one's ever out here. Like, yeah. why would you, why is there two cops out here? And then they're in like a big SUV and we like, like they let us go and we leave. And then she's getting into her little cop car, like just a normal sedan. And we're like, uh, uh, okay, up in the yeah, forest. I was like, what are you guys up to? That workforce love. So, yeah. So then, yeah, I mean, it just evolved like. I use some side-by-sides for seat time, but really you don't get to practice much. Like simulators, it, I mean, it helps, but it's not like it's not like you get way better using a simulator and then, yeah, side-by-side stuff. But it's really just like you, you go to the event, you maybe get a test day, and you just try and learn as much as you can. Like just, That's yeah. crazy. That's but you, you won, changing, right? You like, won something. Yeah, I won one last year. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I've won like some Canadian championship rounds, but then the American series has been like super competitive in the last couple of years. So it's like, yeah, it's like, dudes go so hard like it's flat out and every that's stage. their whole life like, yeah you, i feel like you and travis are doing a bunch of other shit but like all those other dudes are they primarily just racers like, yeah yeah i mean yeah like like ken's full motorsport and then barry's like he's yeah he's just been rally like that's he what he came life. up on yeah, it's life and then i mean travis like he his path is really similar to mine where he was young got a rally car and got into it but like he started way before me and he's been with subaru like 17 years Crazy. so it's like his experience and he's also driven this car that i'm in for like six years longer than I have. Like I've only done six events and he's been in the car six years. So like his knowledge of the car is so much more. And I'm just like trying to compete with these dudes. It's, 
it's hard, but it's like, it's such a fun challenge and it's, it's so motivating, like separating myself. It's just the odd weekend, you know, like I'm, I'm literally in the car for like one weekend for eight months, you know, so eight weekends out of the year and I get in the car and it's like, I separate myself from biking and it's like, I'm going to do this thing at like a hundred percent. And then when I'm done with that, I'm like so motivated to get back on my bike and like, cause I'm just like so juiced from really cool. doing That's this cool. cool thing, you know? Is it just you and Travis Pastrana on the team? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I think Ken's going to be driving a Subaru for the rest of the season now. Um, so he's like kind of, well, he was a Ford guy, right? Yeah, he was yeah. a Ford. And then he, he was doing an event in like a, a European brand car at the last one, but, um, he'll be like in the same car as us, but he'll be like his Hoonigan setup. So I, I think he's like sort of with us, but not Subaru Motorsports. Okay. Kind of yeah. Hoonigan sponsored by Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of that. that what, vibe. What's scarier rally car going like a hundred miles an hour in rally car or rampage? Um, Rampage for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, dude, I'm like so excited when I get in the car and I like, I want to like push myself and I, and maybe it's like that ignorance of like not having a lot, like I've crashed the cars a bunch of times, but I maybe never like, it's like bikes yeah, over and over you. Yeah. yeah. Over and over you've like hurt yourself and it's like, Oh, like this wrist, I don't want to fall on this wrist. I don't like, you know, like I've done this trick and it scares me now or whatever, but like in rally cars, it's all like pretty fresh. And I'm like, I'm just going to go hundred percent. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So it's, uh, it doesn't really scare me. It's just so mentally challenging. Like I've never been like done a sport where it's like, like I can finish the day and feel like I could run a marathon, but my brain, like I, mm. I can barely think about like, like a simple math equation or just like what I'm going to do crazy. for dinner. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a, it focused. seems like it's like a hundred percent concentration, a hundred percent of the time. There's so much going on. I mean, that on. Instagram clip, you, I showed it to my wife and I was, and, and I tried to explain like, Hey, the guy's shouting directions yeah, yeah. like about four to five seconds before the, the obstacle comes up totally. and she's like what the fuck you know <laughs> yeah, so. thing yeah where do you go from here if you got is there like another league like professional league like you and travis would go to or is this the top of the game like i is, mean for north america this is probably like the highest level but then you could go over yeah. and do some like world rally and european stuff so to like what would like the world champion his category being is that the world rally or would he be world, in north world america rally. yeah i mean so like world rallies all over the world so there is north american events like i could go do like a north american stop that's a uh-huh. part of the world championship uh-huh. it's just like everything's on another level like the manufacturers so are spending more money the drivers are yeah. they're the best you know it's like so is there a subaru team doing the world tour right like, now there like was single lane double so they haven't they haven't done you know? wrc yeah. in a, a number of years but they were i mean they've won the wrc championship numerous times with multiple like very famous drivers um but yeah they they supported they've been really consistent with supporting like north american rally so that's just like subaru motorsports usa is like kind of like the biggest program and that's cool yeah, that's what a way to follow and fall into it in a sense you know so like, lucky like, dude i was like i was literally like it was actually rampage last year and i had i had done some events and i had rented like a, like a proper car like one that i could actually kind of compete against the the bigger teams and it's expensive right like it's not a cheap sport and like mountain biking like you don't like i do i'm like gen, like fortunate enough that i make a good enough living to live comfortably but it's like to rent rally cars and smash up rally cars it's like yeah it's just not realistic yeah. so i did like a couple of events and grant and like the dude that rented me the car like gave me a good deal I got the to idea do that you can rent a rally car. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. And you can share them too, which is also insane. That is yeah. very crazy. <laughs> so I'm that like in like company. a car that's like probably $300,000 and I like insure it. 
and like if I ball it up, I don't have to spend well, like a dime. like a thousand dollars for the day or something. Like what is what's it? It was rate? like it was like two or curious. three grand to insure the car for an event. So okay. like two hundred crazy two hundred and fifty kilometers worth of driving or something like that. And if you total it, what's do it? they kick you off the policy? And then well, yeah, that's like, the what's thing. The... the policy gets more expensive if you use it. Damn. Um, yeah. So and then crazy. so like, do you have like a? Oh, sorry, I'm just generally. No, curious. no. It's, is there like a, a deductible or something? So like, there is a deductible. It's like yeah. ten grand. Okay. So if yeah. you do more than ten grand. So that's the thing. It's of, like you would yeah. never use it unless you were like, you totaled the car. Yeah. Like you're like yeah. I did thirty, forty plus damage on the car. Like then I'll maybe think about using it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So then like, I, what I was. What a concept. What a business model. I got to <laughs> actually like do it at like a really high level. This one year I did a few events and I had like good success. Like had a good show at like an American stop and I won two Canadian stops and that was like pretty much my my rally season for that year and I was like you know I did it like I don't have money to keep doing this and I was pretty much like done like mm-hmm. I was that was it like I'm not going to spend any more money in rally like unless there's an opportunity comes up where I, I have the means to do it like, I'd love to keep doing it and then it was like rampage like in the middle of the build and then like Travis hits me up and he's like hey like want to figure out how to get you in the seat that's awesome. And then we had done a test. I had done a test with Subaru USA like a couple years prior. And like I never heard anything back after the test. But it was like a, a young driver. Like they were like wanting to feel out like younger Americans. And like they never said anything to me. But they were like, oh, you were like one of our picks and this and that. Like, well, I'm not American. On, on so. the radar. And that yeah. was the other thing. I almost, <laughs> I almost didn't get to go because I was Canadian. Oh, wow. And then but like the event manager at the time, he like really like him and Travis were really like I think this is our dude, blah, blah, blah. And then I got the opportunity. It's like so surreal. That was awesome. It was yeah, dude, so cool. Yeah, I wonder so how the hell you got into it. Yeah, that's cool. It's really, really lucky. Uh, any other projects? What I mean, you know. Yeah, he came down here just well, for that BMX, da- but I guess pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty sick. What kind of BMX bike do you have? Uh, shout out to Clint Reynolds. This hooked me up with a CCR just that's recently. It. Yeah, I've oh, yeah. done it. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I got that bike. And uh, yeah, I ripped down for a few days. Pretty much when I get back home after this, I'm like straight into like a pretty big build project. And I was like, if I'm going to ride my BMX, this is kind of the last chance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my Airbnb was up and I was like, oh, I should do something fun before I'm out of California. That's and then, cool. Uh, yeah, I figured rip down here. Sick. But, Thanks uh, for making the time to come do the podcast. What, too, so, what, sort sure. of, I'm, what, what sort of stuff do you ride when you're here? Like, where do you like? Whatever this guy go. shows me. Yeah, we're going to hit some skate parks. And yeah. yeah. Fuck, I, I feel like I for ride. him, like he's, dude, I took him. He came out and rode street with us when I was in NorCal with Corey Martinez and fucking did his first curved rail, first try. Like, is like he could ride everything. That's what so Dennis like, had some story about like a manual bar or something like that. The manual 180 when we were in SF. Yeah. When oh, like, the little... It was taking everyone a while and you did it like faster than most of the crew. The, yeah. the little dish thing. That, that, thing, was, that was a sick little setup. That, that, that was a crazy... It was like a children's playground. That was I like, know, but the skate, skate park, park above it was yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's no, he shreds stuff. BMX. I have so many people that hit me up that think that he rode BMX forever. That's what I mean, I was I was of that camp. Like I thought, I figured he had some sort of early dappled and bmx and then and then mountain biking took over i wish so. i had that opportunity yeah i mean you didn't need it clearly yeah. so i uh i like and i last year i it was um like just covid i found out i had a broken wrist mm-hmm. but i had had a broken wrist for like six months prior to like finding out and like bmx was like bothering it a bunch so like i hadn't touched my bmx for like a year and a half at least until like this winter so now i'm like the fire has kind of like been restoked and i've been like Going out to the skate park more than I normally would. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so hyped just to get on it. Cool. What are you going to home to do? Working on oh yeah, project. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a like a Red Bull project that kind of came up 
I was like trying to figure out another raw 100. It was like, hey, obviously, you know, I love doing those projects. Like they're just super fun, but it's so hard to find like a location to do it justice and then bring those ideas to life. And then this other thing came up. So it's, it's still like slope bike um, and I can kind of get creative with it, but it's, it'll be like a bigger project. Like it'll probably consume like two months, the next Dang, two months man. when I get home. Is that average for a bigger project? Just like a two month? This is pretty big. So yeah. That's, like that's on like we'll scale. do a raw, like a raw 100 will take, like I'll spend like some, there's raw 100s where I've spent like a year just planning it, but mm-hmm. typically the whole event from like build to like finish. to like to get getting all the footage is like two weeks at max. Crazy. So it's pretty condensed. It's like when there's a plan, it's like we show up, build, and kind of overlap the shoot with the build, and it's done, and we're out. Everyone's mm-hmm. out. But this one's like the build's going to kind of drag on for a lot longer, and then we'll probably spend a bit more time shooting. So I'll go back to do that guy, um, and then we got the X Game stuff coming out like a couple days here. Oh, yeah. so you filmed like, a part for the real, for the real MTB stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I'm hyped for that to come out. Excited to see that. So that'll be, that's only a couple days from right now. Yeah. I think Monday. Monday. Yeah. Sweet. So that'll be out already by the time yeah. Uh, yeah, this podcast comes out. So yeah. everyone check that out. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hyped for that. So that was like a pretty crazy one with like Rampage, like not knowing if Rampage was happening, like literally like got a call from one of the Red Bull folk and it was like, we're only like four or five weeks out from Rampage and I got a call and they're like, yeah, it's not happening. And I was like, oh crazy like i was thinking i had to be like full downhill bike like on it for rampage and then like three hours later i got a call from a producer at you know one of the real series producers and they're like yep so real mountain bikes actually happening uh you're in it uh, it starts right now like go <laughs> i was like all so right it's coming out did you win I did, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Dang, that. congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, pretty stoked, okay. man. Yeah. Dang, pretty that's crazy. awesome. So did you do that more like project style or did you just kind of film that more video part style? Yeah, it was video part style. Like, And, and so we were talking about like BMX kind of being like a little bit more loose with like just going to spots and filming clips. And I was like, I had no plan at this point. It was like we were a month and a half away from it being like, I mean, even like maybe only, only a month away from it, like snowing at home. So I'm like, I'm just going to start shooting whatever. Like, mm. And it kind of worked out where like it was sort of like the parts basically consist of like three main zones. So I I ended up just filming stuff like nearby home, like in BC, just on the coast there, just to like get some tricks in the bag. Like I had some tricks. I knew I could do them on these features that were nearby. So we just like got those clips. And that was like one part. And then I had another zone where we had built a feature and I never, it, we didn't get to shoot it. Um, so I wanted to go back and I always wanted to like fix it up. It was like this big quarter pipe thing. I was like, wanted to like steepen the landing and like ride it and get a couple clips on it. And there was some other stuff there. So we like went there and filmed that. And that was like the second part. It ended up like snowing on us and being like just nightmare shoot. But there was that. And then the third part was like this kind of gray zone in Utah. So I'd right, I broke my wrist. I got surgery and I was like about to go into a project in California, but everyone was on their way like to come do this project. And I was like, no, like literally like two days later, I was getting surgery after I found out and I rerouted the build crew to this like Utah zone. Cause I'm like, well, there's this other project that I know Red Bull wants to do. And I was like hyped on it. So let's go do that. And like, let's just build it and it's going to sit there and I'll come back to it whenever I'm healed and we'll film that. So we went out and like built for, you know, like early March and then COVID hit like really gnarly. And then that budget got pulled. So I'd like spent all this money on building this stuff in the desert, like three diggers, like myself, all the travel and everything like that stuff's just sitting there. I'm like serendipitous. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, well, <laughs> let's just film it for the X Games thing. That's so we cool. ended up so going there to go back to a couple things. And yeah, it was, like... it worked out perfect. Cause like we didn't have a lot, like even when I was shooting that stuff, it was like 
late November and like I don't think I rode my bike it, like it was basically like freezing level every yeah. day and I was like riding big features it was kind of gnarly but like we couldn't have timed it any better and like if that stuff wasn't there we would be stuck in a build like trying mm. to get stuff done beating the weather and yeah it was it was wild so all worked out it did yeah can't wait to see that yeah stoked and thanks uh anything else you got going on anything you want to talk about i don't know nothing i can really think of to be honest really appreciate you filling us all in on the whole mountain bike industry and how you kind of got into it and everything because i know we've met a few times but i didn't know any of those stories and how it all came about for you and everything for sure man yeah yeah it's uh i feel like our like our worlds are really close, but they're yeah. also like we don't like maybe understand each other's like industries as much as yeah. we'd want to, right? Yeah, really cool. Yeah, Thanks cool. for all the information. And anyone listening, if you don't know who Brandon is, type his name in on YouTube and have fun because you got some <laughs> really nuts. good, it is wild. good, motivating, amazing stuff. Go all through over a the wormhole. Internet. Yeah, <laughs> stuck. the manual backflip. The manual backflip. I was on a mini. That's like dude. almost like every big project yeah. drops like. There's something that's like, okay, game change. I meant to circle back to that when you brought yeah, up yeah. the Raw 100. Like, how, I mean, how long is that in your head? That one was really random. Mm -hmm. Like, I had thought about it, and I had, like, loosely talked about it with someone. But I was like, oh, there's no way. And then I broke my wrist, and I had surgery, and we, like, literally, like, straight out of surgery, I had, like, five projects. Like, I did, I think, Break your five, wrist a lot. No, like, sorry, it was all like a lot happened in the last year, but, but like I had surgery and I was off the bike for like three months, but I knew like I was like going into like, there was like a Red Bull project and then there was this like TGR project and, and then a Trek thing and Raw 100, like it was already all planned. Like I'd been working on this forever. So like there was all this stuff going on and I basically like, I didn't have time to practice for that Raw 100, but I had all these ideas in my head and I had another drop trick in mind for this setup because I knew that setup was there and I was just like not feeling it because i like felt like i need to be like more technical like this might sound weird but i feel like i need more technically dialed than the manny flip what um, was it I, I have you not done the trick i haven't done it i'm okay, gonna, we'll I'm gonna save, that save that one that. yeah right. um but yeah and then i was just like playing around at home and i i was like i think i can do it like i was just like riding with my buddy i just got back on my bike like i was like maybe like two weeks into riding again and i like i learned it at home I'm like, cool, there it is. I got an ender. It was like the first time I've ever done a raw 100 where I like knew what the ender was before all the other stuff. Crazy. Yeah. Was it, do you have suspension on the bike? Or yeah, it, it's, okay. like, it's like a, it's on, on, on the short rear travel suspension. rear and front. Okay. Yeah. So does the suspension help with the flip then? Like kind of a preload it thing? It kind of helps. It doesn't load up a lot. Like it doesn't move a ton, but yeah, it, it definitely helps a little bit. I mean, granted I could, the trick would work fine on a hardtail too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The suspension on those bikes that he's riding is literally like really progressive. You're not using it for anything. It's like it's there. For, I feel like it's there for when you land flat and yeah. like okay. it gives you, you go a little huge. cush, but All it's right. not like a yeah. normal mountain bike where you get on it and it just like fucking bounces. Yeah. Like it, it feels like a BMX bike with a hair of. Or gear. if you ever got on like someone's like supercross moto, okay, it's where it's like the suspension doesn't move, but they're making it work. <laughs> All it's right. like that. Okay. Yeah. What uh? How much one? I mean, how many tries? I. So we like tried to film it one evening and it was like, we had filmed a bunch of tricks and we only had like a small window before like the light was going to get too dark. And I think I'd done like a couple manis off it. And then I like, think I like maybe like got sketched out a couple times running up, just like, like put it down. I was like, yeah, ah, yeah. And then I did one and I, I tagged and I was just like, wasn't going to take it. And then I started, went up to keep trying it, but it was already like kind of getting dark and it was getting windy. And I was like, Let's save it for tomorrow. Like, let's make sure we shoot it in like sick light. So we went back the next day, 
I think I manied off it a handful of times and then I just I got it. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. It's a crazy one because like normal tricks where you just send it, you can just like, all right, right now and do it. That yeah. one's like locked yeah. in. Like all that time. <laughs> the a lot of time to think Dude, about it's it. So it's so much time to think about it. And it like the scary part is like looping it out right at the end. Well, you looping it too early, you'll hit your head. Yeah. And like, like, you know, like when you're manualing and it's like, you need to like get it, get it up. Like you almost let the front wheel dive a bit before mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you start yeah. to like loop it. Uh-huh. So it's like you're going like fast at this drop and it feels like you're like trying to like get the nose dip so you can get the preload going. But it's like you don't know if you're going to even get it up. Like you're coming to the end of the drop and are you just going to go OTB off the end because you didn't get oh, it to yeah. like come back, swing back up on you. So I, it's like the timing was like so like I would always like for, so the first one I like I was just being like really conservative and I timed it too early and I ended up like flipping like maybe a couple feet earlier than I should have. Was your head closed? Oh, yeah. Oh. And, the, and <laughs> that, I mean, that's why I cased. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the next, like, and the next time I'm like, well, like, okay, I got to go faster than I think, and I got to wait longer. So it was like, it was pretty scary, yeah. Do you, like, at your compound at home, do you set set it up, practice it before you go? L- luckily, I got to do this one. Like yeah, that? luckily, th- before this. Uh, you have an airbag set up or something? I, I t- just put one together, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's where I, like, I got to actually that's try cool. it. Because there's other tricks I haven't had that you know luxury luxury yeah. of trying yeah when you're doing stuff like that like yeah i mean even the airbag it was terrifying I didn't want it's, to like, it's not one of those things that you even still... probably need to learn it's just that you're building your confidence your mental totally. confidence it was, you know yeah. really breaking that wall of like like i think it works in my head but i don't actually know if this is gonna go like yeah. i'm just gonna get stuck upside down or something yeah Crazy. it's well, like when you're going to a slope event you're practicing all everything. season into all the airbags foam pits and stuff so you're it's doing like the when you're doing a project tricks when yeah, you're doing a project why not get it down before you go 100 percent, and yeah. I, and i and that's my mentality i i, I definitely prepare a lot so, should yeah the amount of stuff you put out and like and you, i don't want to be hurt man like i love riding my bike yeah. and the last thing i want to do is just like go into something unprepared hurt myself and then not get to enjoy riding my bike for a number of weeks or months and like that's what like honestly scares me more than anything else like i don't like i don't care to deal with the injuries but like being off my bike's really hard with hard for me like mentally mm-hmm. idle hands yeah exactly yeah, especially with how much time you spend making these projects happen like why yeah. wouldn't you spend that same amount of time making sure you have all the tricks prepared like, yeah cool i'm gonna spend a year planning this project and then what you're just gonna go huck some shit like and again that. i think it goes with like the investment too like there's like someone like whether it's me or a brand like putting money into this like i don't want to show up and like blow it and look bad you know like yeah. oh we didn't get it done sorry i like did a stupid thing yeah we built something that didn't work it's yeah like, i totally no, like, that yeah, yeah. yeah. You have so much experience you've done it over and over again you understand now like to keep this ball rolling like yeah you can't it's a bit of a formula you know you know you got to put the work in yeah yeah for sure that's all i got (laughs) thanks man that's super motivating so fun to listen to and thanks for stopping by and doing this dude thanks for truly grateful yeah i'm stoked awesome thank you dude cheers boys christian thanks for sitting here oh yeah thanks thanks everyone unclicked peace